precisely every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. Can I get the heady things? With the and you got the heady things right there, my friend. We are joined in the incredibly I'm illustrious studio. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, nice spot. What a nice studio, huh? That's way sweet. No, we are still stuck out. We definitely blew off the f- alarm. We definitely haven't moved the cars. We're in the classic situation of, no, we can't do the show at our spot yet. So we are here in the illustrious Sofa Studios, I would call it, right? Mm-hmm. Sofa, so high sofa. Airbnbs. Air, Airbnb. Airbnb. Imagine. So, that. do you guys not pay your heat bill here? Is that how that <coughs> works? You didn't pay the heat bill. That's exactly what works. No, we don't even know whose house is. We just saw the door was open. Keep my ears came warm. in, and now we're here. So, hopefully, nobody shows <laughs> yeah, right. up. We're just squatting during the middle of the show and fucks our whole shit up. I got Colin Gordon in the studio. Hi. Uh, how you doing? Unannounced, just like we did. We just like we talked about it last week. I don't think any of these guys knew you were coming, so they were just like, whoa. We got I, I saw their excitement in their eyes when I walked in. Yeah, they were like, oh, no. Just, somebody's here. It's really it's really. We warm. have Dr. John Willard III coming on because he – see how much more important his name sounds than yours? Dr. Uh, John Willard III. Uh, Colin and, Gordon Esquire. Okay, Esquire. Mm. I forgot about that part. But uh, – so. Uh, we from, from I really Willard. don't know what that means. <laughs> from Willard's, like Warner. I swear to God, I really don't know what that means. Like, I, I, is that like a? Will be joining us in a little bit. Have you heard of Willard's Water? Willard's Water. Say the name again. Willard's Water. You haven't heard of it? It's, a it's Willard's a, Water. Yeah, it's a plant catalyst. So anyway, we're going to talk all about it with him on the phone. So. I feel like that sounds familiar. Good. Uh, I'm glad. Maybe you'll uh, learn. Maybe you'll learn something instead of just jibber jabber. I know you. You're I can still jibber jab while learning. He, he is. He is the jibber jabber. <laughs> They're mutually exclusive uh, parts of my brain. We got, Ky- <laughs> we, got we got KTI in the studio no. here, as usual. Got MTI. Wheels of Steel. Everyone's got acronyms. What the fuck? They're all... Oh, yeah, well, you. They're interns. They, they get the... Kyle the intern. So can you give them some, like, Mark the shitty intern. name or... No, no shitty names here. Just... No <laughs> shitty names here. Just cool acronyms. <laughs> just acronyms. Acronyms cool. all around. Uh, it's like a hazing. And, uh, I thought it was like a hazing or something. And uh, we got a bunch to talk about with you. Uh about our little soiree we talked about. We have a soiree. I know. Mean, we'll talk about that during the show. We'll talk about what's, what's going down with Ethos, blowing up and everywhere all Hoot. over the world. Hoot. And we will talk about your theories that you love to put out there and, and get blasted for. Yes, because, and they uh, are yeah. theories, by the way. <laughs> I, I've never said I've had evidence. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I was just looking uh, we'll talk about for re- responses. But actually, ironically, since those posts, or not ironically, I think actually that was the intent. I've talked to several plant. Willard's on the case. Uh, All right, so we're going to talk to Mr. John Willard right Let's away. Let's do it. He's been waiting for weeks. Hello there. Is this Mr. John Willard third himself? Was there a second? No. No? Who is this? Mr. 
Oh, this is Mr. Abnorm- Phone 20. Oh, I knew it. Interrupt the program uh, again. Is, oh, <laughs> the interrupter. The interrupter. Yeah, he's he's quick on the interruptions. Yeah, I, I kind of, as as I said it, I was like, it's not him. It's for sure you. I already knew it was you. <laughs> as I, I was like, wait a minute. Who would call that quick, right? So, uh, hello, Mr. 420. How are you doing? How's, how's, uh, how's it out there in the ether world? Uh, are you going to not hear us again and get all weird on the He always does this. this, is this what do we do? No, I said Michigan. Oh. I'm in Michigan. Oh, yeah, Michigan. Sorry. I just, you have to tell me where yeah. you're secretly. I hate to say this, but could you, I hate to say this, but could you turn him up a little bit in my headphones? Yeah, turn him up in my headphones. Just not too much, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling real quick to say hi anyway, guys. That's all good. Adam, okay. I'm up in, I got I'm up uh, in whoa, whoa, Michigan setting it. up an R&D facility That's for AB bad. Normal. Nice. But I will be seeing you on 420 for sure in April on your spot. A lot of foes but there, But I yeah. just want to say hi, and I'm kind of stuck. I don't get to watch you because I'm at actually somebody else's place. They paid all my bills, and I'm just hanging out working for them right now. So oh, good. But, nice, to hear you, nice to hear you're working. That's always a good thing, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call this working. <laughs> it's the way to keep it. you got to keep it so it uh, doesn't feel like work, but... Uh, yeah, so we'll be seeing you yep. in a couple of weeks. That's uh, that, that's for sure. And uh, uh, yeah, just, just uh, like I said, interrupt the show as usual. You know, keep keep it keeping it. Consistent. Thanks for coming. Keep it consistent. You know, that's the thing. So hey, man, you started it. it so. <laughs> if he interrupts regularly, yeah. it's really not an interruption as much as just becomes like a part of. Yeah, the show. he's a Baba. He's a Baba. Ooh, yeah, like, Baba like, he'll, he interrupts at exactly the same time, the same day. Like he's a regular mm-hmm. now. It's, 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 yeah, I was I was gonna call him and prank and be like, "Is actually, there still walls there? Is yeah. any of the walls there?" <laughs> you got the uh, yeah. You're definitely our, our test. You, you do the actual test for us to make sure our lines are open. So we we appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. I'm going to get back to it. You guys have a good show. I'll probably have to catch it later, but hey. we'll be seeing you soon anyway, brother. Peace. See you, man. Thanks. All right. Take it easy. So before Mr. Willard calls, and wait, I was going to say some shout outs. We'll do the shout outs quick. Get that so over with. Yes, because we know he's going to jump on. He's been waiting since last week. So Ash. Um, Ash is right there. You see. Bow, bow, bow. There you go. So uh, and oh, new millennium. What, did you run into them at the? Yeah, uh, the I ranch? saw. I just randomly bumped into them in the mountains. I got a message that they have uh, three ski passes for you too that they really? can't use. So mm, perfect. They wanted to uh, hand those off to you before you leave and awesome. go back home. So cool. New you, millennium, bonus, new millennium so, nutrients. New what? millennium nutrients. Exactly. You can tell <laughs> us, oh, <clears throat> let me talk to you about this. What you got? Some you got this some, uh, yeah? cannabis right here was grown with new millennium nutrients. Oh wow! There we go. See one hundred percent. Blah 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 blah, but actually grown with new. <laughs> that's true. They they uh, they sent me a run to do this, and I use it on this run, and that's uh, that is that's how what how coincidental. It's almost like we planned that actually. Well, what did you think about the formula? It was quite easy to use. Fucking sucks, man. Yeah, it was the worst yield ever. Uh, no, it was it was good across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, did you actually follow the formula, or did you just kind of get all weird? Yes, both. Uh, first, I followed the formula, and then I kind of tried to figure out what I was doing. But, like, in general, like, I get a feel for my plants, you know what I mean? And I, I know what's in the bottles. But I try to run it as close to the formula as possible just to see what the... Did you get that from 5.8, and those guys give it to you direct? Or? Uh, yeah, the guy who made it. Yeah. I'm not going with names. Okay. Neil, yes. Neil's the guy, one of the guys. But yeah, whoever made it. He sent me, like, uh, five gallons of everything. And, uh, yeah, the quality was fantastic. The yields were great. Um, you know, the thing is, it's like... I don't measure 
a lot of stuff when I'm doing runs. It's just like, oh, how many how many grams? How many this? It's like, you know, dude, if I had different bulbs in last time, it's going to make those nutrients last time look like they yield more. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just run it to get a feel first. Yeah. Just to see how it just kind of runs. And uh, it was it was obviously very solid. There's a lot of parts to it. It's yeah. A, it's, it's not a, for a novice grower. It's definitely more professionally orientated. And yeah. it does work really well, though, in those setups when you have all your dosatrons and you get all your shit together. It as act- long as you can – look, I know people that love a lot of parts of their system. Oh, if you want a lot of control and you want the highest – like, for, first of all, I would say quality was A+. plus. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. far as, like, it definitely maximized trikes, terps, blah, blah, blah. The structure was excellent. As far as yield, it's up there. Who yeah. knows? I it's, don't know. It's not, yeah, a, it's any, not a house and garden situation Sunday. where it's going to grow – blow out and go huge and everything <laughs> tastes the same. But it yielded really good. I always thought it was. Like everything a, was just solid. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I don't care about what the yield is. Everything. Yeah. I thought it was solid. I thought it wasn't like. A, I structure. thought it was more of a. What I always know. I mean, I've been growing food with it for about three years, and what I've noticed is it's it's very plant specific. It's not like it itself has got to like hype up your plants. Like if your plants, it'll just give your plants the ability to do what they do. Whereas yes. like with house and gardens and those kind of things, like I've always noticed those, all of a sudden you see like everything grows like a pyramid all of a sudden. You're like, when did, when did those plants ever grow like that? You know what I mean? They never do that, but now they're all like, well, that's because uh, they put gibber like acid in their formula. And right. It literally changes the morphology of it. And that's why it grows like that. Right. So it's so, like, you know, we uh, tested it when I used to work at Grow Big. Uh-huh. And then, uh, that was what we kept finding in a lot of those, uh, systems that quote unquote pushed the plants were like man we're getting more yields mm-hmm. bigger yields but is it- Orga- there's organic gibberellic acid right and it, uh, it definitely it, 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 well, what it happens pushes is, that plant but it definitely it, it takes away quality and, and 100% it takes away quality it also turns it into like more like a the the structure of the bud less of the bud you know what I mean like it's like wow you got a lot of structure there and then you got some buds at the end of your bunch of bullshit you know yep. and, and it's like it, it's that's where you see how it's like growing but not it's not focused on the way the, the plant grows and that if feel, you took a picture of the plant from a distance it looked like you got way more yeah and the plant was way healthier yeah and once you got into it exactly trimmed it all up yeah got all into the weed yeah you're like eh. yeah exactly so it'd be great for pictures but i wouldn't want to use but it you for don't get that with new millennium from new millennium new millennium nutrients.com these no. were grown with only new millennium nutrients they were love. <laughs> no yeah and that's awesome and uh you can also go on their website they got a really good uh, calculator good store finder all easy stuff to get some in your hands and did you like the uh, ruby fulvic that's my favorite product actually because it's different did you did you give you the hype on that one with the nine different sources of fulvics and stuff <laughs> yeah i already i already uh, because i worked in a hydro store for a while i kind of know all the, the the science uh as far as like i know the ones and everything right um but that actual product is out of there you know how every company has right. like a super stellar product yes like they're gonna have good but then there's also one that's like oh shit that's it's all I use from that. And after a while, I you was, can tell he's I've a good grower because they pick out So I just ran it. I, they place. gave it to me like three months ago. So it was like. It's our longest commercial ever for New Millennium. This is my first way. run. So yeah. like, uh, I'll get back to you. Let me run a couple more times and I'll let you know. Like, right. I'd like to run some a few times to really kind of. Yeah. And like I said. I, I will say this. I was absolutely pleased. Yeah. And as long as you don't mind running a lot of parts, I would, yeah. I would totally recommend That's exactly. And, and, and to be quite honest, when you do, you're never really using more than a certain amount per time like it's just there are a lot of yeah 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 right you're not using all of that at one time very like week three of flower i think i was i was like god damn i'm using like nine plus right now right right but it it was a hell of a week three (laughs) 
<laughs> Taylor Products yeah. from New Millennium. Just yeah. uh, check those guys out, and we're going to have them on the show. And thanks for the products, New Millennium, by the way. Like that was because you said that you, you said, said, Neil, you you said that he wants to come on the show. Yeah, yeah. Neil wants to come on the show for sure. Good. He's gone on. I guess Jaron has a podcast. Yeah, of course he's going to go on Jaron's so. podcast because he's like works for him, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's easy enough. But yeah, he's got to come on our podcast now. But yeah, definitely want to get Neil's in there. And uh, by the way, New Millennium, I tagged you on my picks. I just put up uh, yesterday on those. Bam. Buttons, so. And uh, I think next week, actually, we're going to have uh, the Incredibles van over at the new spot if they haven't fixed their shit yet. And probably not even, doesn't even matter. Cause, uh, but apparently the batteries were dead. It hasn't been driven in months. I was like, oh, then it needs to come out and fucking be taken care of. But if you want to get taken care of and your batteries are low, pick up some. Incredibles and energize yourself. No, those are the best edibles here in Colorado. That's uh, a really creepy commercial. You, you like that? Uh, every uh, week is creepier. I'm, it gets I'm, creepier by the week. Don't you worry. It's like uh, performance uh, art. It is. <laughs> and every time is different. That's why I love it. Uh, but in, Incredibles true, Edibles. Incredibles <laughs> Edibles. Uh, I would guarantee if you come here to Colorado and, and you go to any single dispensary, they're going to have them on the shelf because they have covered this entire state like... Like a plague. No, but they're also available in Nevada, in California, in Massachusetts coming up, and in Puerto Rico, all over the place. Uh, wellness products. They got CBD products. They got microdose products, so you don't have to get all loopy. You can just take a little bit, a little bit all day. Regulate. Regulate yourself. Go to iloveincredibles.com. Check out, the, check out their website. Same deal. Store finders. Cal- I don't think they do a calculator of how much you're supposed to eat do they just like eat a no. lot eat a lot what's eat. that you got a calculator yeah they have a edibles eat, 101 wait, eat, oh wait. well that's sort of like a calculator. start low go slow <laughs> and tells you all that obvious. stuff eat a lot just eat a whole bunch grab them all eat them at the same time it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty don't funny even, like don't take a couple of journalists came in and were just like blindly not knowing oh, that was anything actually. about it like i'm gonna eat this 200 milligrams and see yeah. what happens that's the what's like, uh, what was that lady's name which one? <laughs> the reporter that did that. There was a lady that did that. There was a woman reporter from like a major Maureen network. Dowd. Where she, Maureen yeah, Dowd. Yeah, where yes. she actually yeah. like stayed in a hotel room. Oh, like, she got Actually, the way she explained her trip, I was like, <laughs> you handled yourself pretty well. You know, for your first tripping your face off. But a couple of people, that as well. Yeah. That one cop that called the police uh, oh, yeah. on himself. Uh, with the two cops, actually. They thought yeah, he was yeah. dying. Yeah, the yeah. two cops. And he said he was dead. Yeah, they yeah. said they were dead already. There's a huge difference. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of the context. <laughs> But you know, like it's, it's just like that's a. But huge what's the beautiful thing with Incredibles is they're all got a dose on them, so you know exactly what you took. You don't have to guess. There's no guessing involved. And a little uh, guessing as far as like it. Well, like, everybody not has as far as the dose, as far no. as what's going to do to you. Yeah, sure. And and but they I mean, are really super accurate. I, I usually eat too much. That's my, my my main thing. And then I don't feel it for the first day. I feel it mm-hmm. the next day. The next day I'm like ruined. That's when it hurts you. You're like oh. that's funny. I know when it hit when it kicks into. I know when it kicks into quickly. Oh, that's so you're like, oh, it's, I don't know. I just ate this edible a few minutes. I'm like, why am I feeling this already? Well, that's not a good thing. You're like, oh, no. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, this is going to get way worse in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> you're like, if I stare out the window for the next six hours, bring me water. You know, yeah, I'm going to walk know, around in circles in the yard. You know, the thing about edibles in general, though, is always about the, the dosage is so important, and it's one of those things where it's really hard. It doesn't even matter. Really if, they, if they do the exact dose every single time, it's just it still changes every day. Like, you know, one day you wake up, you don't drink nothing, you go out the door, you're fucking throw down a fucking edible and I think it's just like even smoking you know your own mood your own energy is obviously going to play into it but like yes. I know people that can high dose and not get the hallucinogenic effects that I definitely get and I know a lot of people get yeah. where I'm not getting like I just, full on acid 
I took too much acid effects. I get a f- I get physical like effects. Un- I get more physical, like where I feel like I feel like somebody's pushing me from behind. All like stop fucking pushing me, right? Like people, I feel like someone's like pushing me the whole time. Be like, what the hmm. hell? Like you know, keep on trucking. At, at any point, like in a weak moment, where you're like holding yourself up against the wall, or like, don't stop. Or you're like, if I, like oh man, he was just in there holding himself up on the wall, like stop it. Mm. <laughs> He's the asshole. I get a little twitchy, though, too. Sometimes I'll be like, I'll be all twitched out after if I eat way too much. Like, if I try to eat, like, thousands of milligrams, like, oh, yeah, I can do it. I don't get, but I don't get, like, hallucinogenic. I got to the point where I had my inner monologue for six hours where it's just weed. You're not going to die. You're not a pioneer. You're not going to be the first one to do anything. You're certainly (laughs) not going to be the first one to die from weed. You weigh too much. You're fat. Fat people don't die from overdoses of weed. That's not a thing. So good. I, yeah. I yeah, was just all it was like for like six hours, you know. And all of a sudden, I was like, "I'm good." Just go to iloveincredibles.com. Check out the website. And was that an edible commercial? That was an edible commercial. Yeah, that was your that was, that was your version of the edible. Yes. <laughs> know your doses. <clears throat> know your doses, kids. Buildasoil.com. Build a soil. Uh, these guys are. In full steam right now. I'm sure this is probably uh, the busiest time of the year for these guys because when you're growing organically, it don't matter what, indoors, outdoors, whatever, the spring just gets you excited because you can finally do those things that you wanted to do. But if you, uh, I love wanna, the sun so much. If you want to uh, for my plants, get the no. best in organic amendments and uh, IPM products, soil uh, consultation, whatever you need, give uh, guys at buildasoil.com shout and check out what they've got they've also got some great uh, deals if you're inside of Colorado or I think it was, it, was it Colorado New Mexico New Mexico you definitely if you're trying to get into over 500 soils. bucks free shipping which is super dope when you're talking really? about soil yeah, free shipping. you don't want to talk you know, <laughs> soil shipping blows that's like one of those things it does like, yeah it's like hey I'll take a couple bags of soil. also remember you gotta get it off the truck just know have a friend or two oh yeah when they pull up and they say where's your loading dock and you're like I live in a Loading deck house. My, my <laughs> friend Jay. Oh, I got over here. What do, you, what do we get a crowbar? What do we do? Uh, but they can go to build, you can also go to eight five five eight seven seven soil and rock that, that shit off right off. And that will uh, <laughs> get you a direct line on a thing called a telephone if you know how to operate those. Still, I don't know. Not many, uh, mostly non millennials listening to my show, right? so I think they all can still operate telephones quite. Well, well. you text it or call it. No, okay. you call that number. That's an actual number. With call what, it like, and you say, what up? Wait, like you use your voice? Yeah, then someone says, yo, and you say, what? So what's another line? Person, Are you talking human, to like a... Human. Not, so I don't, yeah, human. There's two humans involved? Two at the same time. Like, phew, it's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's so <laughs> technological, bro. I, wouldn't even, I don't think right you can now. handle it. Uh, it's amazing what you can do with a phone these days. It is. You could two people, both sides. I know. That's the technology. That's the last thing you do is actually talk to somebody. You could do anything in those things. Uh, but if you get uh, a chance and you uh, want to get deeper into the soil situation and you want to get like some uh, more specialized products, you can go to our next sponsor, which is Mr. Ron Wallace from Wow. Wallace Wow. See? WallaceWow.com. What's a Wallace Wow? What's a Wallace Wow? Ron Wallace is the world record holder for giant pumpkins, and he is a rhizosphere master, and so he sells mycorrhizal products that are obviously of the highest caliber and he also has a couple other products that are on his line so if you check out his website you can check out all those things and you, uh, did we we had a code didn't we did you forget it um, you know ADS we say ADS 420 every time but I'm sure you just get that info to him and I'll possibly 
figure it out for one day. Because does he I, like custom make it for cannabis? Like he is like, no, he is. Well, he's the thing that's funny is that he has always had people because when people see giant anything, they're like, "Give me that, I'll try it." So he's always had cannabis people working with his stuff. Anything, anything giant like that. Yeah, people. Okay, can, I'm just gonna let that go. go yeah, ahead. let go it go. Continue. Let it go. Yeah, I'm talking about in the grow world. Like, Basic fruits. Anytime we see large pumpkin, go on. You get really pumped up and think sure. there's a way I can use it, utilize this. Yeah, now, yeah, the thing yeah, is, yeah. of course, there's the whole ecto and and, and endo and, so and we're not really work. yeah we're not using a yeah. lot of the same stuff. But for sure, we want endos. We exactly. think we might not want ectos, but I think eh, I mean, is that balance. it's all a collaboration. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Well, you have to have endo for sure, and I think the ecto kind of helped the communication. Exactly, and he understands that. Doesn't make it worse, that's for sure. So he's kind of <laughs> so he's moving into the cannabis world a little bit more. He's grown his first couple rounds himself and. You know, it was fun just because I was introduced by a guy who was a weed grower who became a pumpkin grower who then wanted to, who wanted to join the two worlds. You know, I'm so. fascinated with mycology so. for, in every way. Yeah. Like, how it helps plants, how it helps roots. That's where I got started. Well, but the then cool I actually went backwards into, like, how mushrooms used to... I used to take mushrooms a lot, and now I, like, uh, follow different things on YouTube about all different mycology as far as, like, eating them, mm-hmm. being part of your diet, using them for focus. Um, what they do for plants, it's just it's fascinating to me. Yeah, and I mean, also the, the that's the best part about cannabis and growing cannabis in my world. One opinion. third of the total biomass of the earth is mycorrhiza. Yeah, it's, I mean, that is the. the I actually didn't make that up. That's a thing. Yeah. There's a, a lot thing. a lot going on. And that's one of the things. It's once a lot you, of fungi. Once you realize that how that's, and especially when you're tripping balls. And you're the, right. You're that're that's like, exactly <laughs> where I thought about that. <laughs> yeah, and I go like, like, dude, you like, realize what one through the biomass is? And my friend's like, no, what is it? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I don't have an answer for that. It was rhetorical now that I think about it. Right, but that's a lot. Those are the moments. Those are the moments where you're like, holy shit, all this shit is connected. It's all brilliant. It really is, though. Yeah. And like, they actually like speak in some version of their own like Morse code. And like, <coughs> they can communicate in, what is it, in Washington? I think the largest organism in the world is like a thousand foot long mycorrhizae chain. It's all connected. It's trippy. The, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fascinating world. Well, just you don't know much about mycorrhizae and how it works with roots and plants. Well, this is, a, oh that's, my God. that's what this guy is a master of. And, uh, he's in Rhode Island also, which gives him that, like, that, that perfect kind of, if you think about soil. that, yeah. If you think of that climate and that soil, yeah, you're you know you're from the same area. You understand? I say shit. Yeah, and uh, get get in touch with him and pick up some of those products because this is the time of year again that you need to be on point, ready to roll. And of course, this is a, what about these guys? What do you think about these guys? These these jokers. Uh, oh, the toker poker jokers, the toker poker jokers. No. Uh, CTRNow.com the no, and the Toker Poker. Yes, we Dude, love two Toker. And one. Look at that. I got my, my you toker have your, poker you with have my Seeds Here Now logo. Oh. And dude, that's like original. That's like first run. It is pretty good. It's pretty original. Like it's old. a good color, too. That's it's the old. one nobody will steal. Yeah. That was Dang. the perfect choice. <laughs> Dang, like, you know what? You shit is, baby. No one's yeah. stealing this motherfucker. Hey, you don't grab a black <laughs> no one. one. Black one always, I mean, Gone. mine are always black because yeah. they're Adam Dunn show, of course. And also, it takes me 20 minutes to find it every time. One, of the, one of the most sought after toker pokers in the world, I would have to say. Seedsardow.com. 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 It's said like 10 times. <laughs> and and seedaholics.com, of course. Alpha fam. Um. Yeah, there you go. Alpha Fab. And I missed your microphone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. So, um, the guys from Seeds Here Now 
are where are they at now? Where's the next show? They were just in Boston. They were just in Boston. Boston crushing back. it. Now they're, now they're oh, going Indo Expo. Indo Expo coming up next. Yep. That's going to be in what? Two? I think they're actually weeks? in their home. I think there's a thing in Oregon. They're all over the place, man. They are all over the place. They and, really are. Uh, like they every have, week. They're, they they're, have a, a incredible staff that will get you the product you need as fast and discreetly and also guaranteed, which is awesome because it's uh, – there's so not many guarantees in this world, but there is one with C2Now.com. And anything you get, not satisfied Giving with. away uh, free packs of uh, GGS1 right now and some giveaway. Like, every day they're giving, like, a bunch of packs away. Giving away packs Go to their website, day. check it out. I don't know the deal, but it's like, they're, it's like uh, we gave them 100 packs to give away in a month. So. You're so kind. It wasn't out of kindness. It's, it's marketing. It's so kind. <laughs> um, we had extra packages. So go to seedsyourdow.com, get in touch with them, check <laughs> out the specials. Awesome. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but also, my, yeah, the first. James, if you're around and you want to call in, feel your free. Heart. Be real. Come uh, on now. It is nice to give for seeds away, though. It really is. Like, it's fun. It Especially is. when you see them, like, on Instagram or whatever. You're like, dude, that's that freebie I got. I'm like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so about it's very nice free. to track your stuff. And also, um, we don't have a... We yeah, don't you can search your hashtags. Your treasure, strings, where's a treasure? We need a treasure. Uh, picture from the our buddies in Barcelona, our buddies in Barcelona. With uh, their you should get shop. on Instagram. You can uh, search your hashtags instead of following people. You yeah, can follow hashtags. Yeah, so put all your strains in there, and dude, mm. your feeds all you. It's the best. Instagram's amazing. You could just follow your shit. I know we everything. Do. Every hashtag <laughs> about you, you just follow that, and me, it's like, me, oh, look at everyone's on. This is the shit. Instagram just got good. Yeah, you're like finally yeah, it's all about yeah, me yeah, now. Yeah. This is even way people better. really talk about stage a lot. Yeah. Oh, Sage. Yeah, they do. It's all on Sage. But, but like, it, like, it really it pops up. Like you said, you could follow it. You could follow your own hashtags, and you'd be amazed. There's thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Every so often, I'll especially kind of some through. South Americans and Europeans. For some reason, they just love fucking talking about your shit. Thanks. Thank you for that stroke. They're already friend. doing it. I'm not stroking. <laughs> They're fucking. It is what thank, it is. Thanks for the stroke. Hey, get on any odd Eastern European thread, man, and you are the shit. You are the man. <laughs> you are the man. No, but there is like a weird retro thing. I think uh, in certain areas of the world, including pockets of America, where it's, there's an old Dutch retro thing, where they're like, "No, th- we're 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 cool with what we have. We're mm-hmm. very happy with everything that's going on. You do your thing." Yeah, um, I get it. And the thing is, like, I've gone through that, and now I'm going back to it. You know, Here now I'm going go. back to those old big Dutch strains. All right, now we're talking, Mister Boom. Hello there. Is this Mister? Uh, John Willard the third. This is yeah. Oh, hello, sir. Thank you for calling in uh, to the Adam Dunn show. We uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we missed you last week, but it was a little crazy. So it would it was I knew it was going to get that way too. So I wanted to give you the best time possible, uh, so we could discuss a bit about your incredible product that you've had for a long time, which I was quite familiar with. Um, I had a uh, sat on a panel at one point, I think, with you maybe. Did you do the show here? What? You did the show in Denver? Or who did the show in Denver a couple of weeks? I like, did. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yes, yeah. I did. That's right. Yeah, Absolutely. we sat next to each other. We sat next to yeah. yeah, we sat next to each other there. So I was totally familiar with the product from that time when we met. And then later I had a friend who uh, was just raving about it at one point from California. So it all kind of, you know, I, I definitely know that there is a, a lot there. And, and it's one of those incredible products because it's so simple you know weird well maybe not simple but it is just like there's not not a whole program or anything like that it's just a uh, an interesting product so tell us a bit about how this whole thing came about 
and a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll tell you how you uh, how you describe it as a fairly simple uh, concept. It actually really is. It's. Uh, I was just talking. We've been doing a lot of work in Zambia this morning or uh, this last couple of months. I was talking to somebody in Zambia, and I said, uh, you know, there's this tendency to just overcomplicate things, and uh, it's really not that hard. Basically, my grandfather was a chemist. Uh, he invented this product in. Uh, um, 19 actually invented it in 1965 and began selling it in 1973 and uh, we have been in continuous business since then and uh, basically what the product is is it's a water additive and we actually still don't know exactly why it's doing what it's doing but what we do know is when it's added to the water it is it is somehow making the water a more efficient delivery system and uh, we see that in, in all cellular beings, we see an increase in cellular absorption and utilization of nutrients. And uh, the practical effect of that with plants, what that means is that you get basically more bang for your buck. It helps your, your plants better absorb and utilize those nutrients, that uh, the fertilizer, whatever nutrients you're putting with it. And uh, so what we do, for example, in, in Zambia and Mozambique, we're working with a lot of... Uh, international nonprofits to help them uh, cut back on farmers' expenses and increase farmer profit. And, and uh, what we're doing there is we're reducing fertilizer. We reduce fertilizer by about 50%, and uh, we see yield increases somewhere between 15 and 20%, and, and we see that fairly consistently. Yeah, and uh, like one of the things I was wondering about is... is when this this product seems it seems really stable because I've had seen it on the shelf at shops for for you know it's like one of those things where it's, it's definitely a specialized product and uh, I, I definitely I was just always wondering I like have so many questions you have so many they're good jump in on the conversation uh, at, any, at any given moment but um, what's the natural like is that what is the 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 shelf life of it not like natural. Uh, pretty long, actually. Uh, my grandfather tested a bottle over the course of Thank about you. a decade, and uh, and saw no changes at all to the product. And uh, so that's that's pretty substantial. And we've had people who have opened it and left it open, and really, you just don't see any serious problems with it. Um, it's a proprietary formula. It's created through a proprietary formula, and we just don't see any major changes. That so once those molecules are bound together they stay that way i'm not asking any specific but like it's a liquid form powder form it's, you know, organic extraction it's called willer's water so i would say it's, it's probably a liquid. liquid form yeah willer's water it's a liquid form just add yeah. water. we sell it as yeah plant catalyst uh willard's dr willard's water it's uh, it's all the same thing it's just uh to sell something for a plant product uh in the united states we have to uh to have it registered per state uh, and uh, so we called it plant catalyst uh, in the agricultural field because the government requires Easier, us to yeah. use different labels. Yeah, mm. it's such a weird, weird business that whole getting anything listed. Um, so, it's is it a, is it a tea basically? It's a combination of different organics. No, no, not at all. It's uh, it's. I know it's difficult for people to sort of wrap their heads around it. I'm trying to. I'm going to keep like asking questions, so I, I don't want to wrap it around. Yeah. But I'd like to get a grip on like half, maybe an ear. <laughs> you know. No, no, no. Please, please. So, like, so I, if you uh, could, I might have missed something. So, is, is there a source that you said, or is that part of the the it's, proprietary? It's a proprietary. Basically, it's a proprietary chemical solution, okay. uh, and it's a water additive. And when you call it a chemical, it's somewhat in, unappetizing. It's made with natural ingredients. It's mostly salts, uh, a little bit of, uh, of charcoal lignite in there, 
uh, a little bit of castor oil. Uh, my grandfather was basically uh, playing around with lignite, and okay. what he was actually trying to do originally was to create a, uh, a lignite water for uh, for pigs, actually. So he was trying to find something that was completely non-toxic. And, uh, Have you ever frozen it, it and, and looked under uh, on a on a uh, slide? Yes, my grandfather's done that. Uh, my grandfather did a number of tests, froze it, heated it, uh, tested it. Sent it to I mean, because it, and they grass. talk about like um, you know how like uh, live water, like there's different things you can change uh, the water. So when you freeze it, like literally, it changes like like snowflakes. You get like the snowflake changes mm-hmm. into a different snowflake. Oh. And like uh, they can no, like, we've never done yeah, that. They're like different things, different types of water depending on the life of the water. Like right. dictates the actual um, what the crystal looks like under a, a slide, mm-hmm. and it gives you like a hint of like like what it's kind of made of. Yeah. But what's fascinating is uh, they've shown that um, water actually can die. Like there's live water puts off this perfect snowflake type crystals right but uh once water becomes completely anaerobic or it's in some sort of negative situation yeah. and you freeze it it just becomes these little like strings of frozen crystals like like uh none of the snowflakes and stuff like that no snowflakes. But, like, we were uh looking at some different like magic teas that, that had kind of these claims and blah 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 but it worked and, you know and, and did same thing and like all the crystals are frozen in these very very cool structures are like I don't know what it means. How, how, I don't how, know what, it means, what is the freezing but it's point? Cool. <laughs> what is the freezing point of the Willard's water? Is it lower or higher than normal water? Or I don't know. honest, I don't. I don't know. We've never done. I've never done that kind of stuff. My grandfather sure. did it. Sure. Uh, honestly, uh, you know, I had somebody. I spent a lot of time when I first took over the company about seven years ago. I, I spent a lot of money on cellular. Um, cellular studies and microbial studies and and really trying to get down into uh to you, figuring out how does it work and why does it work real quick and, sorry uh, i have to interject you're watering this in right it's just a, like a drench not a foliar or both excuse me is it you're watering it into the plant into the rhizosphere versus like a foliar i'm just trying to grasp how uh, it's used sure sure we've we put we put it foliar and on the roots but i have okay, to think cool. it's actually better used as a foliar spray okay okay but uh, but anyway, to, to finish the thought, um, oh, sorry about that. Know, I spent a lot of money trying to figure it out. That's all right. I spent a lot of money trying to figure it out, and and I had a friend that said to me, basically, why do you care? Um, <laughs> all, all that matters is that it works, and right. you yeah. should be spending rather than spending your money trying to crack the code. You should be spending your money proving that it works. And uh, so from that point on, I've spent all our money on research proving that it works rather than trying to figure out how it works. It's easier to prove that it works and find out sometimes what it does. It could be so many complicated, you know, variables. It's tough it's tough to prove how well I like mean actual it, metric is it have is it a, effectiveness. It, so it's not organic at all or is half organic or what's this <laughs> It's it's all natural. It's yeah. it's about it's ninety nine well if you're in the here, let me put it this What's your way. definition if were, of organic? If I were in the, if, yeah, if I were in the, uh, yeah, the European to, Union, we'd yeah. be, we'd well, be organic, but be unfortunately passed. we're in the United States and it's not Probably. organic. So yeah. it's, yeah. there's there's one ingredient called sodium silicate that represents about a thousandth of a percent of the product, and that's not organic. Uh-huh. And that's it. The rest of it's well, all organic. And it's actually benign. So. Okay, that's great. Okay, so, so, so realistically it's organic in the sense of... Uh, Ninety-nine point nine nine. I kind of look at organics as okay. Is it toxic? Is it potentially toxic? It, how? What are its no? Not effect, at all. It, what are its effects? Because I, I I see all these different definitions of organic, for different states, uh, different. You know, you hear the pay to play, blah blah blah. And, and honestly, like the bottom line is like, uh, when, if it's a nutrient or some version of that, 
if it's going in the roots, you know, it's, it's, once it's absorbed, regardless of its source, it's the same. The difference is, like, okay, what's left behind, though? <coughs> you know, but I, I, I find that it's, it's a very confusing, murky subject. So, yeah. So in the cannabis, yeah, it really is. It's it's a terrible subject. Actually, I spent a lot of time uh, trying to get it organic certified, and yeah. basically, uh, find that guy to put that money crazy. in the pocket. I don't know. I just tell you thing. how crazy it is. Is we, uh, like I said, the sodium silicate is one thousandth of a percent of the concentrate product. So by the time you dilute it down, it's non-existent. And that's what keeps us from getting organic certified. But if you were a fruit grower and you soaked your fruit in a big fat of sodium silicate and then dumped it all out of the ground, that would still be, it's a, it's a, well, it's, in our product, it's not, but normally it is used as a preservative. Is it as a suspension? Yes. Yes. I got it. Yeah, so you have to have but, it uh, or iodize. Yeah, so that, that's how ridiculous it is. You could I've use a huge bat, you could soak using. the vegetables and, and everything in it, and those would be considered organic, but ours wouldn't be considered organic because we have one thousandth of a percent, and it's not classified you, as organic in that area. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and it's crazy because there's so many other types of organic labels that are definitely way not, you know what I mean, just because of the fact that, they, that they're in a different, cat, in a different uh, you know, category or whatever but uh so so how big of a scale have you have, have this product been used is it like only been uh delivered has it been delivered on like large-scale agricultural things like doing thousands of acres or anything like that or is it yes yeah? so yes you all spent over, money to prove it so prove it. yes <laughs> where, where did you do like, yeah what, what was your uh, like how'd you do it we sponsored. We started out by sponsoring a greenhouse study. About it started about five years ago, and it was a three-year greenhouse study. It was actually uh, uh, South Dakota State University, which of course is our local university. A professor um, became interested in it, and uh, he was he was interested in a bunch of different things, and he wanted to get it done. Um, for whatever reason, he had this theory that he he wanted to test it under the most extreme example. So we built a greenhouse up in the. Uh, up in Colorado, actually, right outside of Steamboat in Colorado, we built a in greenhouse. Steamboat? We found a greenhouse grower. There. Yep, yep. We found a uh, just cold call. We had just alternative cold called, methods. Uh, He's like, I want a new extreme environment, putting like Steamboat right off like a slide out, you know, ski out kind of <laughs> spot, you know. And I could just, all right. So, at elevation, huh? How high was that? 9,000? Oh, uh, well, it, was, uh, it wasn't quite Steamboat. It was, uh, gosh, I can't remember the town. It was between. Um, it was between seventy and steamboat. You went north but it was on like uh, over seven thousand huh? south. Oh yeah, yeah. It was in the it was in the mountains. I mean, he wanted to test uh, more extreme conditions, and so we found a greenhouse grower, actually a guy who owned a greenhouse supply store in uh, uh, right outside of steamboat, and he was a grower as well. He had a couple of greenhouses, and so what we did is we just built another greenhouse on his property and said, you know, run it just like you normally would. And uh, and then Dr. Reese uh, from South Dakota State flew up to uh, uh, the, the spirit, or excuse me the steamboat area a couple times a year, and uh, gave this gentleman Scott was his name and said this is what I want you to do with it and just run it like you normally would and weigh them like you normally would and one half of the greenhouse would be treated with plant catalyst and one half the greenhouse would just be left alone and he basically what he would do is he had these different stations and he would flip a coin and he would say okay uh, the one on the left is plant catalyst the one on the right is control or the one on the right is control or plant catalyst excuse me the one on the left is and he would do that throughout the greenhouse 
and uh, and then he would just grow them as normal, and he would cut the fertilizer. He cut the fertilizer to the plant catalyst treated plants fifty percent, and he used uh, uh, Johnny seeds, just plain old Johnny seeds, and then uh, uh, he used a liquid foliar, a liquid fertilizer, and a foliar feed as well, and then uh, just you know basically just put plant catalyst. And he put two ounces of plant catalyst. His res was twenty seven gallons. And he put two ounces of plant catalyst in that every time he uh, changed it out. And that was your the only re- difference. Well, how are you watering? Your res was feeding what? Uh, there was, was, a, was actually a hydroponic. It was a hydroponic operation. Oh, yeah, rock wool? Um, uh, rock wool, yep. So they also, by the way, they also soaked the rock wool. He also soaked the rock wool in a five-gallon bucket. And uh, in the control, it was just five gallons of water and soaked them and then inserted the seeds in it. And then in the uh, the plant catalyst, once again, you just put two ounces of plant cat, uh, Dr. Willard's plant catalyst, in that and uh, soaked them that way as well. And tested germination rates, too, so we got much better germination rates, much better strength out of germination, so root growth, have et cetera, gibber- et cetera. So gibberellic acid in. What's that? There's gibberellic acid in if it improves your, your germination rate. Uh, no, that's not it. That's not correct. Nope. It's like, damn. Well, I, mean, I don't know of any other Damn you, chemi- any chemical that could actually. Improve. Well, it's it's like you were saying improves your germination in percentage, or like or how well they germinated and how strongly they germinated. Uh, both, both actually. Without and then, uh, so then Doctor Reese, what's that? Without enhancing gibberellic acid, it does not have that. No, it doesn't have any of that in there. It was just water or plant catalyst. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, I'm saying the plant catalyst is the gibberellic acid. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not at not all. Not just that. No, no, I'm not saying it's like it's just it. Like I'm saying, like it may have some in there. It's just, it sounds like that's just like that's no. Anyway, so okay, cool. So um, yeah, like I said, don't don't compare it to anything else because I mean I know this sounds um, self-serving, but there literally is nothing else like it. And so okay. you just got to say it. And no, I'm open. Say, I'm 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 playing both skeptic and open. I'm totally. You know what I mean? I'm totally. Sure, I'm assuming sure. that it works, and, but I'm also skeptically saying, okay, let's if it works, let's. Also break it. You know, like I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, but also want to break it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, and you should. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. you should. Well, like I mean, I I, and, I like uh, that you're answering the questions. Like at this point, a lot of people just panic and call me a dick. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, know, that's that's what what I, I usually do. I like, usually do. Like, yeah, you're an asshole. Like I'm really just curious. Like I'm yeah. not even trying to. Like I just want to know. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, because like, I'm totally down because like, I've used a lot of things. I have no idea to this day how they worked and they worked. So it's like, yeah. I think that's a crazy part about a lot of products. It's like. You know, the ones that are like that, that just fucking work. You know what I mean? You're like, okay. It's hard to argue some things where you're like, you can give it a name, but that shit fucking, yeah. there's the results. Right. And, you know, and there's a few products out there like Hydrozyme and things like that, which there's are a lot like, of things we don't know. kind of like, hmm, you know, does this work or not? And people but, but are like, it, there's a lot of weird, like, uh, and, and I, I think, think especially when it comes to the rhizosphere, when uh-huh. it comes to the roots, yeah. how they feed, all this, all blah, 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 whatever. We can get all into the mycology, all these bacteria. There's so much we just don't know. So, so, um, so with there's the, a lot of mystery. With the Willard's so water, is it makes there, sense that there's things that we wouldn't understand how they work. What about human consumption and with Willard's water? Don't drink it. Yeah, we have we have some on human consumption as well. Uh, oh, but can but, I ask? Uh, uh, sorry, I, I cut you off. Not, can I digress back? So you said you used it in a side by side. One where you used it, and the other were uh, and yeah, end results. And, uh, were your weights? Did you have a, a like a metric that you came up with? Like the, like the uh, yeah, he came versus... up with, uh, and he, this was uh, this was tomatoes, lettuce, uh, jalapeno peppers, and uh, green bell peppers, okay. and uh, he ran through three cycles, so three successive cycles, so basically over three years, and uh, and then he would just have Scott uh, weigh them, and uh, you know weigh you know how much how much weight we got out of these today, how much weight we got out of the control, 
uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and Scott would just write them down, and then he would email them to, uh, to Dr. Reese every day, say, you know, I picked X number of tomatoes, and the gross weight was this, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And he took pictures, and he had to measure the roots. And then what he would also do is he would, he would randomly, uh, Dr. Reese had a program on his computer that would randomly um, assign a number. And so, you know, uh, they, each one of the plants had a number assigned to them. And he would say, okay, pull me plant number three, uh, break it down, put it in FedEx, and send it to me overnight. And then Dr. Reese would uh, would measure the roots and measure the stalks and all that, you know. Cool. And that happened weekly as well. And so Dr. Reese basically collected all this data, and then he published it in a peer-reviewed journal. And it went through uh, a pretty intensive peer-review process where a number of scientists reviewed all, all of the data. I love slapping and, that shit uh, down. Yeah, they do. I mean, he said yeah. it was uh, it was the most people will lie to try to like review. fuck up some stuff. It seems like. Yeah, he said it was the most intensive peer review process he's ever had, and we came out of it. How long ago um, was that? Uh, that was that was published in 2016. It was published cool. in July of 2016, and it showed uh, that using plant catalysts once again, we reduced fertilizer by 50 percent. By, so maintaining yield on, so okay sorry go ahead what's that I'm sorry I interrupt so by uh, reducing it by fifty percent uh, he basically yeah used he just used fifty percent less fertilizer to so get the same result use X he just basically cut it in half is what he did to be able to get the same result um, is that was that was the the goal is to get the same result he, with half the fertilizer yeah but he got better results and the goal was actually to get better results and so we ended up with uh, with half the fertilizer. Increased lettuce thirteen percent. Increased the yield on tomatoes twenty four percent. Increased the yield on bell peppers forty eight percent, and increased the yield on uh, jalapeno peppers by fifty two percent with half the fertilizer. Okay, so I have to ask a couple questions because those are big numbers, sure. and there are big they are, professional yeah. pepper growers. I've uh, I met one once at a bar. It's a very strange man. <laughs> I met one. Uh, yeah, dude, he was like, hey, "What are you into jalapenos?" I'm like, "What?" Um, so. So I, I guess uh, part part of those questions um, is understanding is is one do you check water weight versus dry weight on these fruits and like is there a significant like increase in water that actually is lost so like is it the turger that's adding the weight or is it actual plant material it would be one question uh, he tested both actually he uh, um, the 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 water weight was the most aggressively tested, of course, because basically what Scott was doing was he was picking the plant, and he had a scale on site, of course, he's a greenhouse grower, so he had a scale on site, and he would send measurements, he would take those measurements every day, and so those were obviously water weight, but then once again, he would he would have to send a random sample. Well, I mean, it can be, com- well, every, them, as you take weights, though, before fact, it dries, it's a combination of water and material. And then he would have to, uh, he would have to then send a certain sample of those fruits vegetables back to Dr. Reese via FedEx, and then Dr. Reese would dry them out and put them in a, uh, uh, gosh, I just lost uh, my train of thought there. But he so had he would dry out the samples. Them out. We're talking about water weight yeah, yeah. and, um, pot, like, the different samples. I, I, actually, let me ask you, I, I rephrased it poorly. Uh, I guess, is, the, is that increase um, based on the wet fruit or the dried fruit? Like I'm at, it, It's based on the wet fruit. Okay. It's based on the wet okay. fruit, absolutely. Okay. Um, and is there a significant loss, I guess, is my follow-up. It's like, is a ton of that gain water? Now, I'm not saying loss like you're going to sell the fruit dry, but I'm asking is, like, is a significant portion of that gain in water weight versus actual, like, 
carbon. You know what I mean? Like material is a. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? Like I if mean, you were I mean, to dry it out, like yeah, that's, and, and I'm just asking, I'm just notice, asking to ballpark. He didn't it. Totally the ballpark. difference. I will say that after he dried them out, yeah, he didn't notice a statistical difference between the plants. Um, so the Willard plant or the Willard tree plants were bigger consistently across the board. So even so dry, like, let's see. If yeah, they were ten percent bigger wet, they were also ten percent bigger dry. He didn't notice a difference between the dry fruits and the wet fruits in in those uh, in the percentages. Wow! So That's in other words, deal. he felt confident okay. in publishing those numbers. Keep in mind, he's a he's a professor. He's no, a, I get it. Yeah, you said peer reviewed. So. I take that very so, yeah, seriously. Yeah, definitely. Yes. No, I'm not touching at all. No, I'm not. Yeah, touching no, no, no. I'm saying. Oh, I said I take that very seriously when you say it's peer reviewed and. You know, so I, like I said, I'm giving you benefit of that all the way. I'm actually fascinated, like with 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 how, you know, with how it may work. That's you know, my mind's just going in a creative way, like in a fun way. But uh, I'm gonna try it out. It's I'm a, curious. It's, and, I love and, stuff and, that, and, and like, like I, said, I, I will obsess. If you, if you, no one's ever figured it out. Maybe I won't. But like, I may be like, I'm like, I'll be 85 on my deathbed. Like, I still don't know how that Williams Wonder works. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I mean, the the. You guys have been in grow shops for for quite a while, right? Because yeah. I mean that's one of the things that because a lot of a lot of companies like don't want to venture into the world of cannabis. Uh, well, who was the first person to sort of uh, pick up on that? Do you know? Uh, I do. I well, I don't know that he was the first, but he certainly was the first who really started selling the product, and it was in the early nineties. Um, it was like ninety one or ninety two. It was a guy named Chris. Um, from Canada, and uh, his mother owned a health food store, and his girlfriend, uh, uh, British Columbia, has had has had legalization for quite a long time. Uh, the, the entire country hasn't, but they allowed the province of British Columbia uh, to grow, uh, sort of like what we have today, I guess, in Colorado and in California. And uh, so, so the uh, so Chris's one of his friends and his girlfriend were growing. And they were having problems with their plants, and he said that the plants were dying. And uh, he asked his mom; his mother was also an organic gardener. And he asked her if she had anything. She said, "Oh, you should you should put some Willard's water on that. You should put it in a spray bottle and just spray it, and it'll help those plants recover." And he did, and uh, the plants recovered completely. And uh, so he began to do more sort of like his own personal research to try to figure out how it worked. And then eventually, he began to sell it. And uh, today, he says and this is his claim. Which I think you guys have talked to him. You can you can follow up, but he says that uh, just about every cannabis grower in British Columbia is using our product today. That was you know thirty years ago, but uh, that's not actually a good said, thing because here the reputation is that was the worst weed ever grown on the planet. It was thirty years ago in British Columbia. I'm not kidding. We call it beasters. It's actually like an adjective that came around making fun of how bad the the cannabis was i'm not making this up i like i'm not trolling you no 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 no. this is a real thing good but hopefully it's better today you yeah. like to think that they've improved in the last 30 years uh, i don't know we stopped getting it <laughs> <laughs> uh you know i here's the thing uh who knows you know it's all look it's all about who's growing it and the, you know what they're doing with it that's a lot has a lot to do with it and i'm not saying it was even the same product you know what i mean uh so that does, i'm not saying it's an actual correlation i just find it ironic um but you know, I I, 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 I would ask like British Columbia talk. Yeah, I mean no, no, I mean BC is a big place. But uh, it's uh, so I, I would ask that you know why isn't ag using it every, especially on peppers? You know, fifty percent increase. 
How come not all of them are how, using How expensive is the production cost? Is it really? That was my follow-up. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty light. Thunder. Pretty light. And I, that's a very good question. <laughs> the good question I always get is so why is the follow-up. And, and I think that's a very legitimate question. I get it all the time. And honestly, if you've met my met my dad and my my grandfather, you'd know why we're not bigger. I mean, it's not it's not a knock on them. It's just that they didn't care to, and uh, they didn't produce. They didn't uh, promote it. So if you talk to farmers in South Dakota, they use it. If you talk to farmers in North Dakota, they use it. Uh, quite a few of them. What do. does that mean? So okay. Um, so let's say like I'm not going to do this because I'm not only follow through on shit. But let's say I was going to actually try to ask South Dakota farmers like how many of them use it like what does that mean like they use it like half like more than half because I, mean, uh, I don't know it's probably not half it's but like a significant like a third maybe like above the popular like maybe a third yeah there's, that's there's a lot a few. That's we a have lot. quite a few farmers yeah okay. we have weird like it's kind of a weird uh, development like we're we have parts of South Dakota that are really big. We have parts of Kansas, like western Kansas. Right. Um, we have a lot of farmers in western Kansas where we send uh, gallons and barrels to them. Um, we have, like, little pockets of people where, like, you know what I mean, like where neighbors talked about it. Or we have Wisconsin. We have a lot of farmers in Wisconsin. And do they like, report numbers sim- similar to the ones that you guys uh, got in your test? Yeah. At least ballpark. Well, I don't think ever done, like, uh, I don't know if they, they've ever said, okay, this is what the numbers are. But sure. they share it with their neighbors, and then their neighbors call us. And, and so it's it. kind of grown that way. But like I said, my family never really spent any money on, on outreach or anything like that. My grandpa's way of doing things was uh, he just said, here's my product. Do what you want with it. So there wasn't even like a, a specific agricultural um business plan so to speak it was you know people would buy it and they didn't have like um they had like this white label on it that was just like said willard water and there was nothing on it about how to use it at <laughs> right, all right and it was no website material sure well sometimes there's too and much they, information like on dr bronner's soap there's like so much information you're like oh my god this is yeah. takes me a week to read this and then you get other products like that where it's just like use it i remember labels are from people's printers well, the thing yeah, is, there's like no paper. real, there's no real uh, toxic level of it. I mean, obviously, you can't just go pure, but it's not like it's not toxic in any way, shape, or form, right? So, no, not not at all. It's completely. Once again, it's a, it's also sold as a drink. I mean, in Denver, if you went to, uh, well, geez, probably all over Colorado, if you went to Vitamin Cottage, you could buy a Vitamin Cottage to drink. You could buy the Whole Foods to drink mm-hmm. at Whole Foods, and and uh, so it's not toxic at all. It's the same. It's the exact same product. Um, it's just rebottled because, like I said, we have regulations require us to sell a plant product with a plant label. Huh. So people do it as a tonic type thing, and uh... no, I'm fucking fast. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the same general uh, concept. It'll boost the absorption, for example, of B vitamins. We have a couple of studies on B vitamins. We have some studies on antioxidants that have boosted the absorption of antioxidants. It's recharging. Interestingly enough. Recharging some antioxidants in the cells and not others, um, which is completely baffling why it would do some and not others. But, like, for example, vitamin E really mm. boosts the, uh, recharges the hell out of vitamin E, but it doesn't do the same thing to vitamin C. It just increases absorption, but it doesn't uh, recharge it. So, so who knows? Question. So when it comes to cannabis, uh, often when you add a product that increases your yield, uh, there's a loss of quality, regardless of what that product is. Um, have you heard that at all as, as as a possibility or a side effect from some of the people that have used it? Like, you know, a little less resin, a little less, a little less smell? You yeah. know, I've not, I've not heard that, but I do know a lot of our people also use it in the flush. 
that they feel like it gets a clear flush if they use it in the flush as well. And so that might be part of it. It's a, it's a big part of what people do with it. Um, so it, they may, it may be not as good, I guess. I mean, I'm just uh, speculating here if you don't use it in the flush. But uh, um, people are pretty happy with it. But you haven't heard anyone say that, like, hey, I got really big yields, but a little bit lost in quality? Honestly, no. I've never heard anyone say that to me. And I know that I'm a spokesperson. People are going to be like, that's bullshit. But no, it's true. I mean, I, I've never had anybody I, call I me and say, so well, I, I highly suggest uh, just doing a super basic, finding, like, a, a grow where you can do a control of take, you know, everything being equal and then give one uh, your tea and then do the yield, but also test the oils. Because that's really a big part of it. So if your oils, you know, if your percentage of, you know, oils are the same as well as your yield, uh, that, that's that's a huge deal versus if your yield goes up but your oils go down, like percentage-wise. Well, right? if, you, you know, if you know anybody who wants to, uh, I don't have a good uh, facility to do to do side-by-side. So if you know anyone who wants to do I have a 6,500-square-foot R&D facility. That's just for plant physiology and genetics. I'd do it for you. I'd give you. I give you product if you want to do the testing. Cool. I give you the product well, and help fund it. When we get off uh, air, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you an address. <clears throat> I'll give you an cool. address to you, a docking bay. You can send it to. The, uh, cool. <coughs> yeah, I think I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm at least interested. I look. I, I don't like proving people wrong. I usually don't waste my time proving people wrong. I wouldn't do this if I didn't think there was a chance of it working. Uh, and if it does work, uh, cool. <laughs> You know, because I'm a kind of person, if I, if I get something that's 3%, like legitimately 3% increase across the board that helps me, that's a big deal. You know, I don't need 40. Well, yeah. I don't need 40. You know, if I get a product that's like, you know, consistently uh, everything's up 3 4%, that kind of thing, That's a, and I can measure that, that that's, a, that's a number that I'm fully happy with. You know, I don't need big, huge, bloated numbers. You know, if it's measurable, it's, it's, usable. it's, it's a good thing. So I'd be very curious. Yeah, and I... I I'm not. Uh, I'm not afraid of it at all. If anyone wants to do it, I actually no. I, I, I sense your confidence, and like, I feel like it's yeah. been vetted. And like I said, I, look. Here's the thing: I don't typically ask people to try stuff. Uh, I got so many bottles of so many things laying around, but I, I'm, I'm <laughs> curious. At least fifty percent of me is in. The other fifty percent is like, don't do it. But fifty well, percent of me like believes that, that I, I have see a guy. A positive I have a guy in California. Like I have a guy in California who's had the same same room for you know twelve years. He's got his numbers pretty pretty dialed in and. The uh, another friend of his gave him this product, just like kind of like, hey, check this out. Wasn't he's not a grower at all. He just sort of, and that guy came back to him honestly, like you know, slack jawed, like holy shit, dude. Here's the thing: if I try something and I get a result that's even that I don't like, I'm not unhappy. Like yeah. I just like trying stuff anyway, side by sides. Sure. So I'm sure something beneficial will come. I'm curious to see if I notice any. Like I said, maybe I noticed a slight terping decrease. Maybe it increased. I, you know what I mean? I'm just curious to see, especially if, it, like you say, it's a product that works differently. I, I know, I understand that because it's hard to explain how some things work, at, it, quantify it or whatever it may be. But um, I'm curious to at least, if it does work differently, I like seeing things grow differently. So I do side by side, especially strains that I've grown a bunch of times. And yeah, I'd be happy to try it out, and see what see what happens. It'd be fun. Yeah, and you know, I'll tell you, I'd really, I would like to know as well. I mean, if we do see differences in oil, I mean, that's something that's really good for me to be able to say, "Yep, we do," or "No, we don't," or yeah. you know, those are. Well, those we could do is we know, get like a total mass, you know, in an area, and then a total oils. You know what I mean? And uh, and then see, you know, if there's, let's say, there's a decrease in oil percentage, but there's such an increase in mass that that small decrease in oils is fine. That kind of thing. 
you know, that's where you can cool. really crunch some numbers in there a little bit. And that's often where that, that fine line is like, well, it, 30% higher yield, but 10% less oil. So you're like, okay, I'll take it. You know? So. I think, I think you, know, yeah. you always, I think with a, with a lot of products. Um, I'm not with, saying it's going to lose oils, by the way. I'm just saying that's something that's common. Like, we're like, okay, that's it. I'll, I'll take that loss, you know. Yeah, I think, I think, I think with everything that you put out, like whenever, whenever you add a product in the, into a plant and it produces more, you almost 95% of the time do lose something some along the way just because that's, that's just nature of the beast. You know what I mean? Like there's usually, e- occasionally a flower little, has a homeostasis. Yeah, occasionally, just occasionally. the right amount of everything. Occasionally it'll work on that without sacrificing it, but yeah. you know, and that's why it's nice when it is like two or three or four or five percent. Then it's kind of like nice, right? Because but when it gets up to quality like, with two or three percent, once it gets up to like crazy numbers, and, I, and like the thing is with peppers and stuff like that, it's a lot different than cannabis. Cannabis is such a yep. specific type of plant where it grows. Uh, it doesn't, you know, it's not like putting on so much water weight. Hopefully, sure. and sure. and if it is, it's a total disappointment. But if it actually does raise the turgor and the water weight of the plant, that means the plants can be healthier and doing other yeah. things better. But then I, you, you get I'm those. I'm curious at least just to see. You get those. I mean, yeah, and, and no I think and I think a lot of it depends if you it. grow hydro or soil. So you're going to see difference in, in probably of course like, because hydro plants when they get activated in that sense. Do you, uh, do you need microbes to break any of it down, or is it already uh, all salt soluble? It's all salt-soluble. Oh, okay. so it's fine. Either way, it's going to be the same. Yeah. All right, game on. Yeah, you'll see some interesting things with pH as well. I mean, if you're, uh, if you're hydroponic, you know, you'll see some interesting things uh, I'm pH, actually more of know? an amended cocoa, highly aerated, so it's like hydroponic-ish. Hydroponic-ish, but it's in cocoa. Drip. Cool. So, so how does it affect pH in, in, your, in, in which way? It, uh, it seems to stabilize it a little bit, and okay. it, it's actually kind of interesting because the concentrate has a fairly high pH. It can be like 11.9 in the concentrate, but of course you're only putting like a couple ounces into a large, uh, large container, and so it's, uh, it's not affecting, theoretically, it shouldn't affect the pH at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, you would think that if it did affect the pH, we raise it. But in fact, in this uh, greenhouse study that uh, they did it, Outside of Steamboat, they actually uh, they noticed that it was actually helping bring the pH down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they actually uh, used less pH down than pH up. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, and it depends on where you are. Like some places, it's you hardly use any pH up, and then there's other times like where I'm using organic materials. I haven't used stuff. pH up and down in years. Yeah, well. yeah, I don't like to tell people that because they get mad and they want to. Troll and argue. It's so <laughs> if you're in hydro, it's totally different. It's totally, if you're in hydro, it's different. Yeah. But uh, cocoa, I don't, I don't even. Have, I don't have bottles. I don't even bother. It's 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 not a thing. Don't, I don't even use All those charts. All those charts that were put out with the six point five and phosphorus and five point eight. Well, I, mean, I did a, a travel RX where we ran uh, one of them at four point oh and the other at five point eight, and we couldn't tell the difference. Four months, and then here's the thing: the, the runoff. At the end was the the cocoa. We tested the cocoa a bunch of different places. It was five point nine on one, five point eight in the other. That was the only difference yeah. we could find. Was like so the cocoa just buffered everything out almost yeah. instantly. It was because it stabilized everything. Yeah, so like we were watering it at four, and like even later testing, it was like right to five point nine. You know, within minutes. The miracle of cocoa. <laughs> well, anything buffered <laughs> peat soil. Sure, but yeah, I don't pH anything. And every, which is funny because every time there's an issue, like on like a Facebook, I'm like what do you think's going on? First was like pH. I'm like pH which? I'm like oh, I read this chart. I'm like that's not a real thing. That was a color thing that some guy just put out in the 70s. 
Let's well, see. I mean, it's, can, a, it's an organic. You can, you can uh, go macro off the, breakdown. If you're on hydro, you can go off the rails pretty fast with without pH. Totally. In your plants. You know, you gotta be really I'm careful. talking a buffered uh, substrate. If I'm not in, talking hydro. Once you're in soil and other things, you can you can be a little more flexible, but still, not a little. It's nice to. I I dare anyone to try it. It's mm. unbelievable how any buffered substrate. I'm not talking hydro. I'm not talking yeah. deep water culture. Uh, just for for fun, get a small plant and don't ever pH like that plant and see if you see any difference whatsoever you won't and ph and ph and, and if it does and you lose your crop you just blame i said one small plant one small plant one small plant i've killed i have killed way more plants than most people both on purpose and not on purpose but like i have purposely killed stuff sometimes just trying stuff out i'm gonna push it push it oh yep okay more is not better it's fun that's part of how the learning is you know yeah, I you don't mean, think I'll be just like hammering one of the plants with Willer's water? Just be like that's all you get, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just mainlining that stuff right in there. Just get, you know, get it so, in there. So, 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 do you know what the like what the general dosage is? Just like how, what would a gallon? How long would that go? What's for? the protocol here? Just, what, just in general, uh, it should go for at? it should go for quite a while. I mean, it depends on how quick how big your uh, your res, res is, yeah. how often you change your res, so, uh, let, and uh, how often you recycle. Uh-huh. What if uh, you're not? Let if let's choose just like. Um, like I, I feed in a cocoa top, so we like everything's made right then and there and fed. So we don't change our res. That's not a thing. Um, we can always add that to it, you know. Um, so yeah, put, how do you water though? Drip uh, emitters. Drips. Yeah, it's pretty common. And how does it? How do you feed the water out of there? How do you? Where do you get the water from? You don't have a uh, res to where the water comes out. No, we have dositrons. Yeah, so it's like. Uh, we have basically concentrates, and then it pulls it up, and it puts it at like a one to fifty or one to hundred so ratio. Feed, so it sort of drips into the lines as it yeah as it drips it's, into the lines and mixes as it goes instead of uh, f- filling up a reservoir. At yeah, one given yeah. Moment. There's it skips the reservoir altogether. So then you did, oh okay it takes so it directly from the concentrate. So you have a it as it you'd goes have a Willard you'd have a Willard water line, and then there's like a detector that, that makes everything perfect on the way out. It's basically like uh, it's basically like how well you uh, could add Willards in there at any concentration you want. You can exactly. add anything at any point. Yeah, it's like having a, um, the, the gun at the at the restaurant there where you can just mix any drinks. So you basically, you it's cost, you could add as many lines as you want. It's, it's yeah. one more pump just to put on. Yeah. So you could add it and just add it in at the you know whatever desired amount is. It's it's uh it's it acts. It's as literally a, mainlining yeah. Willard's water. It's, it's as if we're making cool. a reservoir and then watering it right away, just without the yeah. reservoir. But we do have reservoirs there where we could make some top feed. It's not like we don't have options of you know using. You don't have, have no reservoirs, bro. I got I got garbage pails. <laughs> there you go. I got you Home go. Depot buckets like a muff. <laughs> uh, well, you should be able to just feed it right in there, and uh, you know we just send you a bottle. You can feed it right in there too, and just program it in. And but I, I wouldn't. Yeah, on a, on a side, I don't mind doing a top feed if it's something small. You know what I mean? Just keep it on the sides. Like it's not like you know I don't need to like I could just have everything else running fine and just do a couple plants off the side with it, and just do a little top feed. Yeah. You know? But I love trying new stuff out. Be good. And uh, we got high times coming down. Uh, do a whole thing, whole coverage of the of the uh, of the grow here. It'll be so. Maybe if it's amazing, you'll get quite a quite some coverage. So there we be, go. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. It will be amazing. But uh, I want to make sure that you. I, I you're truly, I that. dude, I truly hope I see all. If I just see a difference, I'll be happy. I don't even need it to be measurable. If I'm like, huh, I think it's working. 
Well, I'm and happy. then, and then, I'm happy. Has, so has the has the Doctor Willard's line expanded in any way? I say it only because I've tried it, almost everything. Is it just the same sim- simple one simple product, or just just like you said before, like you can get it in uh, whole, uh, health food stores and stuff like that? So that's the two lines you guys are doing right now. Yeah, we have the Willard Water line, and uh, we do have a pet product line as well, which gets the same thing, and it's uh-huh. a plant line, uh-huh. and. Uh, yeah, it was really it's really big in, in pets. We got uh, forty seven. Like, I don't know if you ever heard like the whole the whole dog journal. They they've done a couple of articles on it, and there was an encyclopedia of natural pet care. This big who is Bible. this Willard, and what did he do? How is this? What is this miracle Aztec formula you've got? What is going on? So uh, uh, you know he was he was just a you know he always just said he was just a chemist, and he always uh, when he when he said he invented this, he just said you know I just. I just got lucky. He was not intending to invent it. And, and that means he's uh, brilliant. He started, that means he was Yeah, brilliant. doing research. Yeah, yeah he was just When like, you get some guy who says yeah. that, trust me, that he's just genius. And also got, I'm sure there was some catalyst that helped with the luck. But when people say they got lucky and stuff like that, that just means they're just crazy genius and don't know how to explain it. And, and so, got, and, and got lucky on one thing that And so helped. before, so when did you, when did, when cool. did, when did you, your grandfather It's got unicorn eyes in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> The the uh, the what year did he die? Uh, my grandpa died in nineteen ninety one. And so how was so at that point in time? Like how, what was it like the as that transition went over? Like what was the sort? I mean, obviously it was small. The company's not big or anything. But did he get a chance to see the product kind of used by some major players at that point? Or you know, like what was his what was his feeling at that moment? Like it was about to change the world, or was it kind of like you know how people. Like at that moment in time, it's their whole it's their whole thing. Or was he like kind of as you said, sort of a little bit indifferent and didn't really give a shit <laughs> beyond? That. He, no, he really he really wanted it to. Uh, you know, my grandpa uh, had worked on the Manhattan Project, the development of the atomic bomb. Well, there and he you was, go. Um, he was teaching at that so time. He was teaching smart. chemistry at, at DMI, uh-huh. and uh, and so that really affected him. And he always said that he didn't want that to be his legacy. So he really hoped that it could be something although i have to say he hoped that this product would like cure cancer or do something really crazy like maybe, that maybe it will and uh, it or at least help plants uh, do it. for the record what's that what's that it does not help cure cancer or anything like that but uh, <laughs> you're like the only uh, person uh, not claiming that right now with the product that's good that's good yeah let's let's not uh, let's let's wipe that off but that it, you know, that's one of the reasons that i've gone on to the international development world and and where we're uh, we're helping farmers, uh, where I've put a lot of my focus onto that because it was something my grandfather always talked about, and he always would say to me, you know, if you ever take over this business, this is this is really important to me. I want to make sure that we leave some sort of positive mark in the world. And it sounds cheesy, but it was it was yeah, you know sure. literally his dying wish. Sure. Well, that's awesome. And the thing is, uh, I mean, also right now it's <clears throat> it's really interesting just because you know obviously he didn't get a chance to see. The transition of of people's like the the cannabis economy of America, which you know, there's like millions and millions and millions of square feet of canopy right now of plants being grown on a regular basis, which didn't exist five years ago. You know what I mean? So it's like that's a just a huge volume of of. There are a lot of products that ag can't afford. At a monster level, that we can also like. It's, well, it's a much different market. Well, the thing is that cannabis growers are, that are, afford, are always, um, you know, we're a little bit more like, uh, 
you know, willing to spend extra money for yeah. that one or two percent, you know, because we see and that, they'll try stuff. They try new things. Yeah, they will, yeah. and they, and and you know, to when I go to a grocery store or to uh, you know, I'm always like, oh, what's the, you know, like I'll I'll of course want to try something new or yeah. look and see what's happening, you know, and it's like. Uh, occasionally something pops up and it's really, really yeah. not a good product. And then you're like, okay, this is something solid. And you can go into, like, I mean, Colin used to work in a grocery shop, so he had the same sort of experience as far as, like, you go in and you really know, like, okay, there's really, like, this, 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 the rest of the shit's all bullshit. Or, you know what I mean? And, and a lot of times it's right. because there's a bunch of people who are trying to make money uh, in the industry and they did the exact opposite. If they would already have, like, Dr. Willard's this and Dr. Willard's that and Dr. Willard's this Dr. Dr. Willard PH up Dr. Willard PH you know like a bunch of bullshit that you don't really need but um, the fact that you got this single product I think is super it's actually the way to go in a sense because it's much easier to promote a single product and prove it than it is to try to like have a whole line and actually there's one good thing out of your thing well also it makes sense but what you, if you have to, one if you have a product well, well, be interesting one I, make all be all product well, what you shouldn't I, have five of what them. I think you should it do should is you should um, you should that'd like, be kind of odd if you came up with talk two different. to about three or four different um, nutrient lines right I mean, we have a couple that we work with and the thing is have them do side by sides with their particular product that they're already used to and they know exactly what's going on and then they can really see you could if you do test results with those people who are already doing like you know their own test results. I think we could get to. I know, you, I know you, plenty of people that would. Do you tests. could. You could really. Well, the thing is, it would. It would be interesting because there's products like Budswell, which is a, a guys who uh, have been around for a long time, and one of the brands that I work with, they uh, they use it specifically in their professional formula. Just even though it's just like an oldest product out of the fucking woods, you know what I mean? It's like literally two farmers who mix the shit with paddles and, and cover old swimming pools. <laughs> so you know what I mean? It's like it's some funky shit. Or, and I still, worm castings, is there anything better than worm castings in kelp? Yeah. As I far mean, as organically. Like, well, that's, you know, and, that's, and, the, and, that, and this, some, you know, these guys just get some great guano and they fucking mix these things up and then they uh, go snowboarding the rest of the year. You know? yeah. So like, that's, that's their business model, you know what I mean? It always has been. Paper, a, paper labels, paper model. labels. Handwritten shit, you know what I mean? It's like it's very much like your uh, your, your grandfather's style, you know, just like not <laughs> putting too much. But that product works awesome, and, and the fact that they're now being recognized by major, you know, by brands, I think that'd be a great way to like co-brand to your products because it's just another, you know, it's an easy additive, and I think we could we could help you with that maybe. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely it works. Hell yeah. I'll definitely try to link you up with a couple of the people that I know that are doing nutrient lines and see if we can, uh, get them to, uh, you know, advocate it and put it towards their, pro- get people to use your product. Cause like I said, I had guys raging about it and that was the kind of what I need. Uh, the guy had been growing 12 years in the same room and he knew his numbers so well. And he said that he normally gets, he normally gets like 12 pounds. He gets, 13 and a half pounds 14 pounds but but way better you know what i mean and like that was a huge thing and he's like like holy shit and, so and, he he noticed an increase in quality yeah and that was and that's somebody who's like real anal well, here's the thing an increase in quality will often lead to increase in yields yeah and it wasn't like he, because it was, it, it was it, just it, if you have an increase in health of the plant <laughs> it was just an overall that's just across the board <laughs> and i think that's yeah. a huge thing My overall health is, is way nicer to uh like kelp does all that kelp yeah. will increase everything because the it can make the plant healthier which then in turn makes everything else healthier, so it increases everything. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm willing to try. Increasing everything. That's the you goal. Know, I, like, <laughs> I like miracles. 
I'm well, like I said, my miracle is three percent, four percent. Like if I just noticed anything different, I'm like, cool, that, that, that's awesome. So, well, I was I was telling. Also, I'm just curious to see and, what the difference would be. Morning, said, the morphology uh, look, in particular. You know, it's not it's not miraculous. Now we say, you know, at the time, you know, think about it. When people first started using fertilizer, they thought, wow, it was miraculous. And uh, I tend to think that's the same concept here, is that we're, we're just, we're doing something a little bit differently. Um, it's just helping the plants better utilize that, that fertilizer. It's not anything really all that crazy. It's, you know, it's it's not new to us, but it is new to you. And so that's what I always tell them, you know. A general theory, is it the fact that we have a lot of wasted fertilizer because people like don't understand it properly or it doesn't uptake as well or is it the fact that it literally needs less fertilizer like it's all used in both methods but it's used more it's utilized more efficiently so i, I think it's both actually i do i think it's both especially when you start looking in the soil I mean, one so uptake and well, delivery is a big part of it not you know like just the fit yeah the yeah. efficiency of what's already there yeah, we see a lot bigger root growth out of uh, out of germination as well, and I'm sure that's got to be a big that's got to be a big part of what sure. uh, what we're seeing. Although, you know, we've, we've had momentum. people do testing, like we had a guy in Mozambique who didn't start spraying it on his tomatoes until week word. four, and uh, he damn near doubled the amount of yield. Now he wasn't using any fertilizer, um, but uh, you know, it was it, that was week four he started sure. spraying it on there. Well, it's hard to like, wow, it's crazy. hard to correlate any of that. Like I, I had one guy tell me about a PK booster tripled his year yields, and he forgot to tell me he wasn't using any fertilizer. Also, True. but uh, I, I like I said, it, I have to put it to cannabis. You know, I I, I don't <laughs> doubt that if it increases the health of the plant, it could definitely help. I'm just curious to see uh, in what way it helps. Um, just you know, just does the, just does it affect wait, the morphology? You're, you're yeah, the nose longer? Are they shorter? See there, Mister. Is it fatter? Is it denser? Is it just shinier? <laughs> Well, you know, it's usually it'll, it'll be great. I mean, it'll be great for you to see it. I guess I'm interested as well because obviously, um, I know Chris up at well, you know, British Columbia is shitty, but I know up in I know well, up there thirty years ago. It's thirty years ago. It's eighty eight. We're talking. This is to like ninety five. I know some. <laughs> I know some guys in uh, in Denver who are using it as well. Uh, there's a, the high tech garden supply guys in Denver are they're doing some really interesting stuff too. I have to say, if you're really curious about it. I mean, these guys just—they play around with it a lot, and we've got—we've got one guy there named William who's using it to kind of blow out his plants. He's blowing out the fertilizer, and what instead kind of, of fertilizer the fertilizer does he use? back, what kind of fertilizer? I don't do you know. Use? I don't That's, know. You it's really important because you have very different feeding programs. You have some people that are mineral. You have some people that are organic. You have some people that are in different substrates. So you would think that you're going to have different effects on different applications. It can be pretty dramatic. Dramatic, yeah, I don't. Dramatic. I don't know all the details. Get dramatic. I know he's calling me and he says, he says, hey, this is what I've started playing around with. He said I found that it can absorb more fertilizer, and uh, how, but, so yeah, how like, can he tell that? Eighteen hundred ppm at uh, at the budding stage. So wait, wait, said, time so it can handle more or it can absorb more. It can absorb more, and he doesn't. So see he's any measure, So he's so he's measuring the the ppm, and then doing the feeding, and then he's measuring the ppm after. Yes. And okay. I'd, I'd recommend giving him a call at, at High Tech Garden Supply in Commerce City. Um, you know, like I said, those guys are all doing a lot of research. Just when I, and I wouldn't call it like peer reviewed research. 
But they do no, a no, lot of. We don't have that. We have. And... I took my best shot, and as far as I know, I think oh, this I know, is good. I know, we, know, we accept I know, that. I know HTG. I yeah, know we, we just we just need like peer review is not a thing. We just want to know that like, you tried hard and you did your best to like to do it well. You're like, and what what are you? And anecdotal evidence is is really all we have in reality. Almost, yeah, and almost everything. Obviously, with certain exactly. things with the basics, the macronutrients. Once you get past that, and a few of the micronutrients, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence, and and that's acceptable if if it's presented done like presented well. Like I said, like I only need ballparky numbers. You know what I mean? Just as long as I know that whoever did the test was like, hey, as far as we know, we did this right. This was a baseline. You know, like you know, you don't well, have a lot we, of hard numbers like, in our industry. As you like to say, proof is in the pudding, right? That's how it all comes. Pu- yeah, I, love pudding. I know William has been doing it for about. He's been using it for about three years now. I mean, they're uh, they carry it, and he's been playing around with it for about three years. And does it, does uh, it, like, I, I think he he knows a hell of a lot more about it, honestly, than I even do when it comes to cannabis. Okay, sure, uh, cool. Just because yeah, he's got sense. so much yeah. personal experience. Sure, yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, and no, I think it's I think it's one of those things where. Um, a little faith goes a long way too with this stuff too because if you come in with like you know I like there's another product called photosynthesis from a microbe company called Microbes, I know photosynthesis plus and it's like it's it's uh, way more it's way obviously it's micro, microbial based so it's not going to be the same as your product at all but yeah. but it is like miracle shit that doesn't nobody knows how it works you know what I mean when it comes to like you spray it on the plants or you give it to them at the root zone and then within like an hour your shit's like standing up like like praying to you you and so you're like I think some people know it works and and it's one of those things where you're like you you might come back an hour later and go like it literally made me call the guy up and go like what the fuck first time I ever had microbes like before I knew what microbes were I was like here microbes I'm like small stuff Mm -hmm. and they're like try it and they're like I saw I think it was like an hour. Like my plants triggered right up. I was like, I'm, yeah. I was on to something. I don't even know. It was like ten years ago, probably. Right. No microbes are uh, overlooked. The part of the whole treatment. I think now they're really. Oh, now they're not. Yeah, it's not. Hot hot hot. It wasn't even a thing for a long time, and then I remember, like, thinking it was gimmicky the so, first time. So I is heard there about anybody it. else? Like, is there? Fungi. I mean, obviously, there's nobody else in the market with your particular product. But is there other plant catalysts that are like calling themselves plant catalysts that are? side by side on the shelf or anything that you know of because i haven't really heard no of no nothing nope nothing like that uh, you know we own the name of course but uh, um the name actually is even relatively new i mean i just i came up with the name well actually our guy in canada came up with the name uh-huh. and uh but i just started slapping it on like two or three years ago so and of course dr willard there's nothing else like that either so no if you're buying it it's our stuff, honestly. I'm, I'm right. not aware of anyone who's selling anything. No, I'm just wondering, I, I'm I'm just wondering if there's another, if, if there was another product that was like similar as far as like the, the idea, like using it to, you know, help facilitate. Because there are there are naturally, obviously, like we were talking about kelp and things like that. There are other products that are like you know cover a lot of the same interesting elements, but they're but in such a simple form and. The stability is what gets me because I was like, like when you were saying ten years. I, I mean, I, I literally I've known people who have had you know five year old bottles and still you know. And I was like, it's eh. that one one thousandth, bro. It's hard to uh, well, it's just hard to like That's imagine, why imagine that it works, you know. Yeah. And then, but still, to this, you know, if you're saying that at ten years and they were still seeing active activity, that's pretty awesome. It's and that was that was my grandpa. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you could you could once again argue that, but he was he was a scientist. He was testing it. So science isn't real. Earth is flat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no such thing as climate change. Science yep. isn't real. Yeah, warm isn't even a thing. 
<laughs> it's all in our imagination. So, sure. so, uh, how many stores are you guys distributing to now? Do you know? I have no idea. No. No. Basically, the way it works. It's really on those metrics. I actually, I believe it even more because he doesn't. Great job with this company. Um, but typically, the way it works with us is we sell to we just like sell distributors, game, right? and they're like warehouse people. Got it. And then those warehouse people then sell to everyone else. And so, actually, I just, I honestly just started this week looking at like Amazon because I was like, holy crap, they're like a hundred people on Amazon alone selling our products. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, people getting the hustle on. Hopefully, it's more more than more of those people are doing it for the right reasons, and they're doing it because they're using it, and they're like, you know, realize like this is some. Cause that's the thing is. A lot of these products, you know, uh, they have. I'm looking at it right now. They have really good ratings. They're just making a small profit, being distributors. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They're just being little mini distributors. Right. They got a bunch of products, but they're all like a lot of these guys like really good ratings. Huh? So I mean, the idea, yeah, it's it's good if it's if it's people that are you know getting involved just because they know the product works, and they got their buddies that are growing or whatever, and keep moving some stuff around. I mean, like there was. Like I was talking about Hydrozyme earlier, that's like one of those products where you don't really need it, but it really was nice, and it was very stable, which is weird because most enzymes are really lame and they don't have a very Yeah, it was oddly like you open it two years later and it's the same. It was Well, Period. it would get a little bit darker sometimes. Get a little but, tinge to it. and, and But like it would still work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, wow, okay. That really was. And so that stability is like one of the keys in the uh, I still don't actually really know what's in it. No, nobody. And then again, it's the fucking same deal where you're like, I don't know what's in it. Yeah. I don't know, but it works. <laughs> and everybody starts yep. using it. And you're like, once in a while, you don't have it. And you're like, oh, When shit. everything was 4800 a pound. But it, but it got really, really expensive. Well, what's, like the, what's, the MSRP like, on, what's the MSRP on Dr. Willard's right now? Hydrogen. Hydrogen. What was the MSRP right now for the for like a. Uh, 45, 45 bucks a cord. A quart? Hello. What yeah. is, what's the. You said two ounces per it, gallon? Yeah, two ounces, not per gallon, no, two ounces per res. Yeah, per res. And, uh, what does that mean so per even res? Even if your like res is 50, 50, even if your res is 50 or 100 gallons, it's, But what if it's, you know, my res, ounces. my res is 850 gallons. Really, so it doesn't matter between no, 50 or 100? No, 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 I'm serious though, but it is. So it's 850 yeah, gallons. Yeah, we have people, we have people who would a lot in there. My grandfather said that, uh, But I'm saying, what's the scale? Um, How's that scale? He said, if you really think about it, if you think about it, um, logically, he said, water doesn't have any walls, so it's, it's somehow altering that water. And it will filter all the way down through the tank. And so he said that, uh, yeah, we have people that put it in like a pond. I mean, it's it, it's that much. I mean, I think if I had so technically, gallons, if I got like put a full gallon in there, you literally the dilution rate. So I don't, okay, so I got flags all over the place right now. So why do I need two ounces? What if I make a gallon? Can I put a quarter ounce in? What's if, that? If there's no walls and whatnot. Why can't I just put like a teaspoon into a gallon? Why do I need two ounces? If well, I there's, the there's a minimum amount that uh, that needs to have an have an impact. Um, like it so works. They work like, like there's like synergy. Like they work off each other in the water, kind of thing. I'm sorry. Could you repeat like that? It, it, like it works off. Like each, it works off itself in the water. Like there's some sort of synergy kind of thing. Like. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't really know. We still don't know why it works or how it works. We still don't know that, but we do know. <laughs> but you know, like I said, rates. we were the. We used two different uh, two different res amounts, actually three different res amounts. Well, Dr. Reese did in uh, in that greenhouse study. He used twenty seven gallon reses and fifty gallon reses, and then he did an ebb and flow that was a hundred gallons, and it was just two ounces every time, and it uh, it made no difference in the effectiveness. So I 
I mean, do you realize, realize this is, it's odd that you don't have a baseline, but like I'm surprised you don't have a baseline where you have a prorated amount along with two ounces. Like it doesn't make sense. Well, I, I really should actually. If I were smarter at business, I would. No, no, um, no. But like, no. But, but you said your doctor did the test, though. So sh- that, that that they would have had to have done that. So they would add your baseline, well, Dr. your two ounces, and Dr. then Reed and, did and, that, and, and he so used, they would have done a larger prorated amount on the larger amount. They're not going to just two come ounce, up with arbitrary. Two twenty-seven gallons. But how did they he come up? Two so, ounces. He, so you're saying they he just arbitrarily used two every time. He just used two ounces because that's what I told him to use. But why, two but, ounces per reservoir. So your doctors took it on faith that just two ounces per res, no matter what the size of the res is, literally. Like, that's, like that's, so it's, yeah, that's what my that's what my grandfather said. But it, well, that's I mean, it's definitely so, strange. <laughs> that's a but good you said there were yeah. tests done, and if, if if someone was testing this. And you're talking about this forty percent yield and stuff like that. You don't have a baseline. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a baseline. Yeah, that was the baseline. It was two ounces, no matter the size of the res. That was the baseline. Two ounces, no matter the size of the res. So he had three different types of reservoir operations, three different operations. He used. So you got the exact um, one same forty percent gallons. No. One of them had fifty gallons, and one of them had a hundred gallons. But I understand what and you're saying. so he put two ounces, regardless of the size of right. the reservoir. But mm-hmm. right, so that just it just doesn't make sense because. On a smaller reservoir, whether you aerate it more, like you should be able to use less than two ounces. This is an impossible thing that you would need some sort of fixed amount within of a solid within a liquid. Like you can't have a fixed amount of dissolved solids unless some sort of magnetic magic going on in there. You should be able to use less well, for a smaller amount, and you should have to need more for the magic. same effectiveness. There's definitely magic going on. I'm not saying there's not a wider range of usage, but like if I'm using uh, a thousand gallon res and you're using a thirty, I want like up at a couple times to see does this help more? Does this help? There's, there's, it can't be. You're not activating well, water on let's, that let's, level. Let's let's uh, imagine it's something like how, for instance, like let's change subjects, <laughs> but let's well, compare. Just, let's just, compare it to DMT, right? Well, DMT, if you have a tiny, tiny amount, uh, you know, you can barely notice the effects if you do a bigger amount, just because it's so effective right off the bat with such a small amount. You know what I mean? So it could be just one of those things. And the thing that's crazy about DMT is, like, if you take a test at your fingertips, take a hit of it, it's at your fingertips within a milli- microsecond because it goes through every cell in your body. like Yeah, and there's very significant differences in the effects at every single dosage. That's the worst analogy you could have come up with. If you inject it, yes, but if you smoke it, there's a certain point where you There's one hit, you're like, oh, I'm seeing stuff. Two hits, like, I'll be back in 45 minutes. Yeah, but... but but at a certain point, if you take a big that's enough, a totally hit, different. No, no that's but, very but, but, at same, but at the same well, time, it's already at the fingertips within milliseconds. I'm saying it's going when through. When I send you something, you can no you can try it out. Like I said, what I know for sure, and that's what I was saying is I I know my grandfather always said it, okay. and I know for sure it worked at 27 gallons. I know for sure it worked at 50 gallons, and I know for sure it worked at okay. 500 so, gallons, uh, 100 gallons. So I, I know I, for sure it worked at five gallons. So I would be safe doing 20 ounces in a thousand. Right, it's not like. So it would be safe doing twenty ounces in a thousand gallon reservoir without yeah. like hell yeah, like yeah, if you wanted to, absolutely, absolutely. Like I'm not, I just like I might, I might try literally like made one of twenty and one with two, literally, literally just see if you know, to see if feel like could see a difference. Mm-hmm. But it just seems to me, you know, especially with these large reservoirs, that you know, if I'm going to do it, I would like to have the full effect of it. And I, I don't know what the point of diminishing return is. But there has to be some point of diminishing return between thirty gallons and a thousand gallons. So yeah, one would think. Or, but we or, haven't. Uh, we didn't see it. We didn't see it in the 
like I said, this is what I know for sure. We're just activating something. No, I appreciate. No, no, I, I appreciate Dr. that. No, no, I appreciate now like making something up and you know. No, I think it, but, I think uh, it, I think it just to me it sounds more like it clicks a switch. You know what I mean? And if it does that, who knows? Maybe it does. Uh, what switch? Tell me. Yeah. Sw- tell me which switch you're talking about. Well, I don't know. Maybe it Maybe maybe it just has a way of. Turning. It could polarize the water. It, yeah. could, it yeah. could create a current. It could it could activate the water, but there would still be amount of relative dosage relative to the amount of water. Once again, there's no walls. <laughs> And I'm not saying there's not a wide I don't, variety. Like I said, I don't, uh, I don't know the science behind it. All I know is that's what my grandfather said, and that's uh, what we put. And I they, also, uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's not working. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I just want to like try to maximize it. No, it's, it's, uh, no I think that's cool. I mean, like, like I said, it's, it's probably not good business for me to say, hey, put two ounces into a thousand gallon tank. It's, it's not good business for us. And if it gets you know, a literal I mean, same result, uh, there's like half of it. It's horrible business. Because like how oh, you're losing business, but half it's amazing business because you're like, wow, how could I not get yeah. that at that value? Everyone who runs a large reservoir would have to get it. So yeah, I'm if not, you uh, could show that it's you know, effective, I'm not like that level. in Bahamas, the two ounces per thousand gallons, I'll tell you that. But uh, okay. now is this like a heavy <laughs> pour, two a.m. ounce, or are we talking like like chilies where like they got the line on it? And, like I use tablespoons, <laughs> so I just use four tablespoons. Okay, cool. Right on. Well, I am interested in using it, and I do believe that it works. I'm just genuinely curious at the parameters of how it works. Yeah, it's definitely no, that's cool. It's definitely an interesting uh, product for sure, and I, and I don't remember remember what the dosage. What does the dosage say on the bottle? Then it just says two, it says two ounces. Just, of just yeah, says two, two ounces. ounces. Hold on tight. Yeah. So maybe it was just because your grandfather's so bad at, at making labels. <laughs> he just didn't you know, give it. You know, mean like whether you take ten milligrams or hundred milligrams is like the same. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No. <laughs> so well, hey guys, I've got to get rolling because I've got to take my dad out to dinner tonight. And, okay. Uh, my dad is seventy-eight years old, and if I'm five minutes past six, he's going to kill me. Gotcha. Well, tell him happy birthday for us. For sure, we'll do that. And, and uh, I do want to try your product, and uh, I will be honest and and fair with it. And that, like I said, if, for me, if I see any results, please. I'm I'm excited. You know, so please do send me an email where you want me to send the product, and I'll I will. send you product. And I will. I'll cool. work with you on uh, setting it up and how to use it in your operation. And Perfect. yeah, I want to hear what you have to say. I for mean, sure. it's always I would also think that uh, if there's bad stuff that I need to know about, I need to know about it. I doubt it's bad. I just I'm well. just curious to see. You know, I'll try. It well, out no, no, and, let yeah. let Good stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. But uh, it helps me uh, figure out with my, where I'm spending. Well, like my I said, I'm never looking for stuff. miracles. You know what I mean? I'm looking for just any noticeable difference. You know what I mean? And, and that to me is 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 a big deal. So it'll uh, be good stuff. Cool, You'll like it. Cool, awesome. L- looking forward to it. Um, say congratulations from from us, and uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye out for and anybody out there who's listening to the show. Keep an eye out for Will's. What's your what's your website? What's your official website? And your uh, uh, the best one that for people to go to is plantcatalyst all one word dot com. Uh, it's got all the studies on it. If they want to read about the studies that we talked about on this, they want to read about the background. Um, they can actually read the study that was published, and uh, you can you can go in there and you know Dr. Reese explains how he collected the data and whatnot. So um, if they want some information, that's the best place to get it. Plantcatalyst.com. Okay, cool. And that's where they can order it, also direct from. Excuse me. They can order it from there too. Yes. Sounds good. All right, man. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Thank you all very much. Yeah, no problem. Nice talking to you. You guys have a great night. Thank you. <laughs> okay, man. Peace. Thanks. You took it on the gym.
Let's get. I just had a lot of questions because, like, I feel like it, it, there's results. Missed so that's your why, questions. That's, but I, you know what? That's <laughs> I actually had so many questions because I actually believe it. I believe in that there's results. So uh-huh. it's like, so I'm genuinely trying, like, versus I'm not trying to, like, yeah. I wasn't trying to pick him apart, like, oh, you're wrong. I'm trying to, like, well, how does this fucking thing work? And and the thing is, like yeah. I said, I don't need 47% increase in peppers. But, like, if it, let's say, increases 2 3% and increases quality a tiny bit, which there are things out there that could do that, that'd be a big yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. And, you know? and the cool part is, I mean, anything that makes your plants healthier, you know, that's right. help, it's helping the, it, whole, yes, the yes. whole effect. If you notice them noticeably healthier, you know for sure everything across the board is going to be better. Yeah. And there's, so, yeah. there's times when, uh, you know, there's times when your plants are just not, not feeling it. And then it's crazy. And you can throw anything at it and it might not work. And yes. I mean, and there's no way that this is going to be like a, a silver bullet. We understand that. Could just be a good tool f- but it's to a, have in the, you know, in the toolbox. For sure. And then on top of that, I think just uh, the fact that, you know, it's, it's we're talking like a quart in a hundred gallons. So it's like pretty much, you know, we're, we're talking how many ounces they said? Like two ounces in anything. Yeah. Well, no. But generally, yeah, even if you wanted to go top dose, I'm gonna top. fuck around with different doses. <laughs> I'm not gonna go crazy, but I'm definitely gonna like try a couple different, like different, yeah, yeah. And again, if you can do some scientific side by sides for him with some actual, give him some. I data. can do a quasi scientific side by side. Yeah, well, to where I'll top feed it a, a, an appropriate your... amount next to a plant that's very very similar, and I'll try to keep them as similar as possible. Sure. And just have that one differential. That'll be your payback for being a douchebag. And, uh, group, so that's cool. No, I, <laughs> that's good. I was it's vetting fun. him, but like it's he fun. came, up, he had it's good fun. answers for things, and he didn't make anything up. And he didn't like no. d- like deflect anything. Like that's why I believed him. You know, like right. no, rep, reps point. and people who sell stuff. Yeah, like they deflect or like they'll make shit up. And they, like if he didn't have it, he's like, no, we just don't have that answer. Right. Like he only gave facts that they were vetted, and I appreciate that. And you're not supposed to make the other shit up. Uh, but like I was most curious because I really believe like there's results. The question is like well, how good is it? And I'm 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 excited to try it out. Fuck it. I'm ex- anything that someone that I trust. You just who, want free shit. Basically. I do love free shit. I love, I love, you're here to, you're here to like embezzle shit. stuff from the show. I'm getting another house. Jump just over and take all shit. my just take my guests and fucking so ring them out. So many five gals. So Man. many five gals. All right. But, so <laughs> so now I'm curious to use it though. This guy who thinks it's his show over here. It's called. Colin Gordon uh-huh. from Ethos Genetics. <laughs> you forgot. Hey, get off my cord, Mr. Dude, they listen you to know, you all the fucking on. time. They're tired of your ass. Nah. You're, you're, on, on you're on the show, like, constantly. I don't know if you do that. Yeah. What the hell's happening? I don't know. I'm just like, you gotta get those around your feet. That's not even me. That's me. That's just the thing. Yeah, but I'm, you're stepping on my feet. No. Stepping not. on my cord over here. So, uh... Did you get some... What, you got questions there? What was those questions? You got a short yeah. cord. Uh, well, you know, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like... I don't participate no. or no, no. say words. No. So. He might. He might have to. He might have to. That's a big surprise. very That's ATI candy. So, yeah. so you've, been, you've been busy. You've been a busy boy over at Ethos. I, I noticed... Uh, yeah. We have, actually. Which is... Uh, it's it's been really fun. It's been a, it's been a it's year been really with, fun. with some 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 hits. He had some hits. Some, the banana hammock was probably a big hit. Right? Banner and cookies uh, really took off this year. Kind of was a thing. Uh, Cut above dispensary was hammering it out, and they had this, just people coming in there, and uh, they won some local awards and stuff that were pretty cool. And but uh, you know, like our social media helped us tremendously. Like we've never really spent any money on advertising or anything. But also, like you have to get seeds out there, and then like it takes like about a year, and then all of a sudden, like you know what? Eh, they're pretty good. 
Right. You know, and then so you have some people follow other people, and you have this wave. So like you release you release a strain and like it goes good, and four or five months later it picks up a little bit, but then like eight, ten, twelve months later, that's really where the wave comes, where you have people who are actually buying the weed from someone or smoking the product or mm-hmm. seeing a friend growing it and getting a clone and that's where you know the waves take off and yeah that was the that was the problem back in the day which was like everything was weird because you know like say early 90s mid 90s people would come over for the cup they'd buy your seeds and you wouldn't see them for a year and then after yeah. a year now you got like, instagram your tag 27 seconds later right like yeah. what i just bought like dude my hand's in the picture exactly you haven't even got <laughs> you already tagged it and i so, love that though i'm cool that i followed four thousand like 700 people and so the uh and so the whole thing that was like uh, you know you got these like reports back occasionally and it was really like sparse you'd sell you know hundreds of packs and you get one guy who would come back and tell you a fucking story because yeah. the rest of them would be like eh, kind of didn't start him yet or you know whatever it's like oh my god come on guys sure but there would always be like you know one guy would come back give you a report and i mean that's kind of what almost all the companies thrived on because the testing locally was right. was was skewed and and you know difficult and most people just went for steel groove commercial purposes um what's your uh well it's so different now because like but a lot, not just social media, but the uh, expansion of, of the laws to where uh, timing-wise, we ended up like a lot in the East Coast and a lot of metric systems. So it's like, it's not something that could have happened before. We were like, oh, in Maine, we're huge in their metric system because one person happened to buy a bunch of packs like two years ago and right. get them on there. Mm-hmm. And like, so there's some random cool things. You're like, what? Like, we're, like in Florida, we're in three of the five grows. Yeah. You know, uh, well, that's the crazy part now. So, is like, with, you can become like a much bigger brand much more quickly. You know, mm-hmm. with Instagram, like if you're if you see someone on Instagram for every day for six months, that's forever. Right. It well, used to take fifteen, twenty years, like build a reputation. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, well, you're, you're as we talked about earlier, you're going to see these. I mean, some of them are are strictly hype, so there's not much behind it. You know, you have, we have to still deliver. That's the key to the whole thing. So, I mean, that's been the yeah. that's been what. Like, you, know, you guys have put out a lot that of... Shit get, that's the other thing. It gets called out quickly, though. Hype now doesn't last very long. Right. Because like it only takes like six months before the hype is over because we're like, fuck that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I it, mean, it passes along very quickly. I mean... Very quickly. I think, I think I've think i noticed... Uh, and that's the thing about the, the whole social media world is like, you know, we all we, we know each other. We see each other around. There's so many breeders out there that are, you know, who knows where they're fucking at. They're just like a breeder with the with a name on Instagram. And the distributors reality, don't know where they are. Well, the, re- well the reality is that in, Instagram is not a business model. It's actually just a... You sure about that? Well, it is. It's where people are making lots of money. But I'm saying, legally, <laughs> tell, it's not... Legally, tell Kim Kardashian it's not. Le- legally, it's it's uh, it's not... But a lot of seed companies only exist on there. You know what I mean? There's no... Oh, other, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no yes, actual... Yes, you should have something to back it up. Don't trust... Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying. Oh, yeah, on yeah. its own... It's not a business model. To, to, yeah, to, I, I understand. To yeah, believe yeah. that because you have an Instagram account. But and once again, Kim Kardashian did. But, but there are plenty of people that She's that's kind of where. Yeah, there's plenty of people that that's their literal structure of their whole thing because there's no filed paperwork. There's no, you know, sure no, no, business I, model I, of any sort. No, besides, no, I get Besides I, hype. There's hype, definitely hype, like hype. a new thing, a new hustle on Instagram. Oh, yeah. People buy, like, we have a lot of people that hit us up, like, can we get a discount by five packs? We're going to sell them. Like, that's not a distributor. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you don't buy five. Uh, that's not how it works. I'm like, wait, are you hustling packs? And they're like, yeah, like it's legal kind of and it's better than weed. I'm like, sweet. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> but no, I'm not gonna sell you five packs at some. But, but like, it, so that's like I think like a pack hustle is a thing on Instagram, but also like people just random pollen chucking making a pack. Oh, yeah. printing well, thing. Well, the problem yeah. the problem now is that it's definitely a thing. A lot of people are doing the you know the the idea of like okay, I can hit every single seed bank up. And one one of them's going to give me a free pack of seeds of some sort. You know, what I mean, they didn't. They, they'll hit you up with, you know, either oh, either yeah. stories of buying them or this oh, and didn't get them or whatever bullshit. You and, and I'm sure you've the gone through stories. this now. The stories, exactly. The yeah. vet, the the fake vets is the one that's like, I get all these fake. I'm a vet. Blah 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 blah. Help me out. And like, I look into it, and I'm like, oh, and you're like, this motherfucker. And you'll see people like, oh, this guy's a fake and this that. I'm like, and like, you know what? Right. You know, and I I like giving free stuff away. I can genuinely enjoy it. Well, you know, the thing is, I, 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 as you know, always back in the day, I was always kind of like, you know, same thing. Like, if you, I always say, if you come to me, I will give them to you. I'm not going to fucking. Oh, dude, I'm I'm fucking Santa Claus. If you let I'm not going to, but I'm not going to send them to you because that's when you know you're getting close. I don't even write to my mom. Like, I don't mail stuff. I tell people, like, I'm not good (laughs) at that. Right. You know, I've, people like, you just, you sell seeds. I'm like, not me. I've never done. I just don't even mail stuff in general. Yeah. But no. exactly the same kind of thing. But it's uh, there's a lot of people ask. There's a scammy type thing. Um, I got to a point on my Instagram where I can't actually answer messages from people I don't know. It's like I get over 100 a day, and 95 of them are asking for something for free. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, sucks. Yeah, well, it's... Or, at least, or a spam or something. It's a lot of people fishing, you know. Uh... Yeah. It's, look... It's navigating all part of it. The bottom line is I'm happy with it because I'm able to expand my brand. But also what I get to do is a lot of my pictures are all these other people who I don't even know growing my stuff. And I'm sharing their pictures. So it's like it's not just showing what I do with the gear. It's showing what this is just what regular people do in closets or in Kansas or in this or in commercial rows. And so I think it's kind of cool. Like That is something Instagram gets to do is they very quickly like you know some strain came out. In December at the Emerald Cup, and people are already, you know, showing all their different pictures of it now on Instagram. And it's like, dude, that just came out like three days ago. You're like, oh no, you know, December, but like, oh yeah, it's harvested. All right. Uh, so you can catch on quicker. You can vet it. You know. So I don't know. I think there's upsides and downsides. Yeah. There's just, you know, yeah. There's, there's upsides. It's a tool. You know. But I enjoy it just because it brings a, a lot of dialogue. We have a lot of. Uh, I like bringing up. You know, subversive stuff to get people thinking about the construct. So who runs? Who runs all your Instagram stuff? Is it just you? I've yes. been. All, I'm the only one who's ever made a social media post. Okay. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, it's one man show. It's uh, like, one man. Yeah, I, I, you don't I, have a small. I, you, you, like, like, you know, you need to have that millennial seven thousand <laughs> some seven thousand eight hundred blah, 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 posts. Whatever I, uh, I made it every single one of my posts, and yeah. I, I handwrite everything, and nothing's cut and paste. Because, like, well, sometimes I just put very little. I'll just put a picture, boom, there you go. Sometimes, like, every ten pictures or so, like, I just really don't want to talk about. So, like, I do like bringing up subjects. Sometimes it's basic. Sometimes it's, you know, just bringing up stuff that's a little controversial, whatever. But the whole point of that is just to get people actually talking about it because uh, I looked into it. There's a lot of presumed science, I guess you could call it, in cannabis. People are like, this is science cannabis. I'm like, no, it's not. And they get all mad. I'm like, find a book where it says that... Uh, so you know, I like uh, yeah. I, I people, saw that. I, like, I saw that. I like people get like go, go Google stuff. That's all I want. You just Google something. I saw that. I saw that. And um, 
my contention that uh, I, I, I intensely did it to, like trigger people. I was like, I, I have an un- impregnable contention that breeding with feminized seeds is better than breeding with males. I, I did that just to get people go. Huh. Uh, I, I don't know if that's true. Uh, I, I, I have a little I, bit of evidence I, that think it may be true short term for sure. Yeah. Long term, I have no idea. Yeah, but no, that my I, whole point was: let's argue about it. Let's talk about yeah, it. You got the because argument, I, you what, got what, the what I did was going. I actually talked to a plant uh, physiologist and mm-hmm. I talked to a plant geneticist, mm-hmm. and they told me there's literally no science at all that says that male female breeding is better. Right. There's nothing to support that at all. There's nothing to counter or, or, that female. I was going to say the other way around. Though. There's nothing. There's done. literally nothing done. Period. Yeah. So, but. What there is is there's a lot of stuff on S one mm-hmm. that if you don't understand the exact context, it does sound like feminizing can make plants weaker. But they were just S one plants over and over and over and mm-hmm. over, and they showed that it became weak. Yeah. Versus, I'm talking about crossing two different females in a hybrid, mm-hmm. and then finding that money pheno, and then finding the parallel sister to her, mm-hmm. and breeding those two like an F two instead, or it's an R two because it's reversed. Mm-hmm. But instead of guessing even at all, like, all right, this is the one. Perfect. You go through 100 of them, you're like, this one's almost exactly the same. You cross those two, and now you've almost homogenized a strain in one crossing. Mm -hmm. And now I can pick all my favorite phenos, and we're doing all these R2s, and I'm going to release all my favorite phenos of all my strains in in a homogenized form. And people are like, oh, you're bottlenecking the strains and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I could still cross other stuff. I'm Mm -hmm. also... To say that homogenizing and stabilizing a strain is bad is, is insane. You're like, oh, an F5, no, you can do it that way. But no, we don't want you to stabilize the strain through feminine, feminized seed. What? What are you talking about? You know, it, it, like, oh, if, Shanti Baba back your, in the day, that was great. If it's he was goal, awesome. If it's but I do it through feminized, and I'm a fucking demon. Right. No, but if, you, if, you're, if your goal is to do what you said there and to Stabilization isolate. and homogenization, period, of, of, of specific phenotypes or specific varieties that happen to be fantastic and I'm not talking about s1ing them i'm talking about doing the f1 f2 f3 process except using reversed First, yes. and also we're vetting the females we're stress testing them and making sure they're good before using them and stuff like that we're not mm-hmm. just breeding with them right away right we're choosing ones well we love it depends i mean if you're talking about something that's like a clone only that you're trying to save then you know you're 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 obviously not working outside of the uh, outside of the genetic gene pool of those of that plant, so you're you're going to increase uh, st- stability and, and like homogenization, like you're looking for like in line or back crossing or what do you mean? The way you're talking about it, like I think that makes sense, but at the same time, well, everything's the same. It as the it's F1, the, I think F2, everybody F3. took it. I think everybody took it more as you're saying that superior breeding, you know what I mean? Which is not by, no, by this is what people did. Yeah. They took it as something as an affront to them because this was my point. Mm-hmm. There's no science. To, everyone's like, you're, if you're going to go against science, this is my entire point, and this was not a hypothesis. Mm-hmm. I have no evidence. That's what a hypothesis is. I'm not presenting something. I, I asked for a contention, which is literally an argument. By definition, I'm asking you to argue <laughs> with me. And what I'm saying is, I can't... You're not f- argumentative, are you? Just, I, Come you know on. what? I'll take uh, <laughs> yes or no, depending on which side you want to. Oh, I knew see, I'll take I either knew, side. I knew you're going to argue. Side. You're going to like get into, yeah. jump into the I will, argument. I will, let's like, pick pick a subject. I'll pick a side. I don't care. I can, uh, but I I'll take. Do. We'll switch. Yes. Um, so, but my point was, my and when I when I got to the actual uh, biologist, the PhDs on there, we got re- we got down to some real good shit. So if you got into that 500 people trolling. 
but there's some really fucking good information. And we found out there's literally nothing published in the history of cannabis mm-hmm. on male-female breeding versus female breeding. There's nothing published in plant history on male-female breeding versus female-female breeding in any plants, mm-hmm. period. It was like, what about bananas? And what about this? No, this, these are all S1 cases. <laughs> there's no actual stabilization creating new... Constantly bringing in new genetics. We're not talking about S1s. Mm-hmm. We're talking about backcrossing, inline breeding, just using females, using vigor to induce this pollen. It's a sex expression. It has nothing to do with hermaphrodite. It has to do with ethylene and gibberellic acid. That's all it is. It's just a ratio. So there's no reason not to breed. The F2 is, is the most difficult um, pro- one in the entire process when using males for me. Because usually when I use a male in the F1, I already know it's a badass male. Mm-hmm. So, boom, I do my male. Now I get this whole F2. I often will use multiple males that I think are going to be amazing. Right. Well, and you have a better chance if you right. cover all bases right. like that. Most likely you choose the terpiest four or five, and one of those is going to be just the best ever. And you're going to yeah. keep, It's going to come up. Okay. What I'm saying is find the best one, period, and no guess. Find the other one that's just like it. That's it. And, and, and it's done. And in less than a year, you've homogenized a strain. And I, I've made this massive yielding. So I did a, basically, without getting into too much detail, cookie chem OG cross. Mm-hmm. And I got a cookie pheno, chem pheno, OG pheno. The OG pheno in one of them was massive, like very chemi, big, and blah, 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 whatever you want to call it. Where it would take me a long time to BX this properly to get that size and get all that quality back. Well, guess what? I have one in the room that's almost identical. You know, because if you put hundreds of them, you're going to find them. Even if you do outliers, you do hundreds of females, you're going to find the exact copy. And then, boom, there you go. And as long as they're not too extreme outliers, they're almost homogenized on the, on the F2. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, like, oh, what? it's prone to hermine. No, that's, every single plant is it's based on the genetics, and its stress tests is whether it's prone to hermine or not. It's genetic. Mm-hmm. So once you make that plant, you test that plant, whether it's made from male, female, or, or femme. And you take that plant on its own merit. Right. And is this, is this plant a breeder? And you stress it. Well, I'll, I'll spray it with colloidal silver one time to see if any nanners come out. We go two, three weeks long to see if any nanners come out, things like that. Once we've qualified the plant, I don't care where it came from. So what I do is I find these identical plants. I qualify them. And if they work, you know, actually right now with crescendo, I have six of the same one. And we do it through all through them and we choose at the end. Hmm. And then the two that are best vetted, the most stable the most consistent i'm going to breed those two to make my r2 and you know it's it just makes sense and people the only everyone who argued with me argued based on nostalgia and emotion and, and everyone's like you think you're better than me i'm like dude i don't i don't like you better than you i'm not i didn't invent making feminine seeds i'm not saying it's not the process i'm saying genetically speaking just based on the fact that it's easier to see all the expressions of a female than mm-hmm. it is a male. There's, and the most important one, which is intersex expression, is the easiest to identify on a female. That's the hardest one to know on a male. You can pull a lot. You can terps. You can predict on the male how it stacks, the height, the vigor, the morphology, the mm-hmm. rooting. There's a lot of things. But you can't get that subtle nuance when you do 100 seeds that makes that one or two, oh my God, those two are so special. Yeah. You can't pick that out in that male. I mean, it's more like with males... Yeah, they they come they I get come it. around. They it's come around. quote unquote an art. Yeah. We're talking about nostalgia. It doesn't even make sense. And I promise you, there's nothing anywhere in plant breeding that says there's anything different in DNA in the male and female except for a Y chromosome, which is produced three days after the seed comes up. Hmm. That's it. 
That's why there's no studies. Because it's not a real science. Only cannabis people think it is. There's no plant scientists, physiologists, plant geneticists, who think this is even a discussion. Hmm. Only cannabis people because of nostalgia. Well, and you're like, and you're like I'm upsetting the system. No, asshole. I think Sorry. I think it's also because... It's not a real system. It's also it's, because it's a perception we, we of all, a fake... I think everybody who likes to grow cannabis and... and, and uh, is all about stability, right? We just don't want to I get it. Sti- First of all, sti- like, like, time out. Stability genetically means homogenization. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with uh, intersex traits. So let's, let's, let's just throw that out there because I'm a nitpick on that. So I, so we're looking for consistency. Um, yes, we're looking for non-intersex traits. We're all looking for that for sure. I've been doing for 25 years with male females. It's not like I haven't done it. I appreciate the art. I've, I have some good males. I've made some really good male female strains. It takes me years mm-hmm. I've made 30 strains that test over 30% that are massive yielders this year because I tested them all as females because we we would go through thousands of seeds Mm -hmm. and find the prize cuts and combine prize cuts and hybridize them. That just makes more sense than trying to, you know, vet a male with all these different ways, hoping, Mm -hmm. you know. Run 2,000 of these seeds, bring it back the best three. You run these 2,000, bring it back, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And let's cross those. And guess what? They, and you know what? Also breeds true, THC. You can't test that as well. You could see what's trichy, but you give me two 30% strains and we cross them. You know what the amalgam THC on those when you grow them is? It's about 30%. It breeds pure. Mm. You can predict the cannabinoids. Right. So when you have two females, you have all the expressions, all the cannabinoids. You put them in different rooms, have a couple different growers grow them, go one, two, three weeks long, go one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you can, so you can really pull out all that expression. The other thing is that you can see everything that's recessive in that plant by S1-ing it and running it, and you see every recessive trait in that plant. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think I think I think a lot of growers are, like you said, nostalgic about about. Uh, I get it. Female breeding in general, and and I mean also we we don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Everybody like it's great when certain people. Uh, and if you do, I'll, I'll go down the hole for you. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, obviously, not everybody will will uh, fall in line and be like, "All right, well, let's say we don't need." Oh no, no! I promise you anymore, that like ninety nine percent of people within five or six years, when actual science is done, mm-hmm. because no, it hasn't. Been, there's no been no reason to do the science, right? I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. Unequivocally, unequivocally, it's already shown that the DNA mm-hmm. is identical. And although through epigenics, you can fuck up the DNA by reversing it improperly, Mm. all this is based on all of the genetics that are used. It was written in Soma's book. Soma, he said he used colloidal silver, he used gibberellic acid, and he wasn't able to get um, pollen properly. So he and all of his people would find plants that at day 60 put off pollen because that was perfect. It didn't put off till then. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a genetic trait. So the entire Dutch system and the chem system is all based on all of these plants that they specifically chose for hermine. And that's why all those plants, hermine, they call it hermine, it's not, it's an intersex trait. So the entire process was built on these plants that they chose ones for intersex traits because they didn't understand how to get the pollen properly otherwise. Mm. So what I do is I take a plant that in five years has never shown a nanner ever, even that one time I forgot to harvest it and it went three weeks long. I guarantee if I reverse that, it's solid as fuck. Mm. Period. Well, There's I mean, a question from the chat room gotcha. uh, for Colin. Yeah. Um, 
He, they want you to elaborate on the XY chromosome in the seed at three days. Okay, so um, we've been testing um, seeds to see uh, our, a lot of our theories up until recently because of phylos were that you could actually stress a plant into becoming a male or into becoming a hermy, which we haven't proven yes or no whether becoming a hermy. That could still be a thing. Um, but um, as soon as the, the seed pops up, uh, you can start taking swabs of those leaves. It takes about three to five days uh, after it sprouts out, and that plant will produce a Y chromosome, or it won't, period. Yeah, I think that's also where it, there's... It's and you, by the way, with stress can still fuck up and make it her, uh, herma- an actual hermaphrodite. It can produce an X and Y through stress. So it's yeah. not like it's guaranteed, but you are guaranteed if it's a Y, it's a male. Yeah, if you have an X, think, it's think, not like I you're think, guaranteed a pure I think right female. at that moment in time, too, is where you, you know, like, temperature is really important. There are certain things that really can affect at that point, and that's where... In they, the first four or five days, that, I, I, yeah. I, 100%. I, yeah. I've actually thought it used to be two or three weeks, because yeah, that's, really that's that. kind of like it was a lot of discussions we had. Right. But, in fact, I, I think now, based on this, it's the first four, four or five, five days. days. Yeah. So. Also, even possibly from the moment it germinates, yeah. all the way until it actually produces that chromosome where first the leaves come out. Yeah, and that's and that's so where we call it seven or eight days from actual like putting it in the maybe in the water or the thing, you know. Too cold means more males. You know, there's like certain things that I've I seen haven't done enough testing either that, way that to I've know seen, that I've seen for sure. I, I like, don't know. Too cold, more males, um, and and also overcrowding too can can be at that same situation. I've heard that so from several you, people that so seem think, like they know what they're talking about. So, so, if so you put a bunch in in a pot yeah, together because you think sure. that's going to help out. You end yeah. up getting more males than if you just like set them in their own pot. I just put like a ton of ridiculous amount of seeds, like uh-huh. all the way. Like I start with a few in the pot, all the way up to a bunch just to see, just mm-hmm. fucking around. Mm-hmm. I got like forty different banana hammocks all femmed coming out of one pot, just forty colas, all stripped up all the way, just to see what happens. Right. I still don't know what's going to happen. But uh, we'll see if any intersex traits or something pops up because it is definitely like a little, eh, a little yeah, crowded. a little overcrowded. But I found that the best number for the big pot was six. Mm-hmm. I think 20, 30 was too high. Thirty was too high. So. Six, six though, six seeds in a fifteen-gallon pot mm-hmm. worked out amazingly. Don't top any of them. Uh, kind of strip them down, give them like a month, month and a half, and they get huge, and then flip, mm-hmm. and it looks like just one big huge plant. And then like you can cull one if you don't like it. You know what I mean? Well, then you and, rebury. Uh, you have to like squeeze them all together and bury them and make it look like one plant. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You start them in a small no, yeah. yeah, you just start them in a small pot. Yeah. And then you, like, so we start them in a, a square pot and mm-hmm. put them in there for, I don't know, like two, three weeks. Yeah. And then put them in a 15. Right. So it looks like they're out, you know, growing outward. Mm-hmm. So, like, it actually, I, I'm actually taking pictures and documenting it. So, yeah. But it, they come out like this. So, like, and then, so also, you know, seeds go floppity. So mm-hmm. we'll give them, like, eight inches and we keep putting more cocoa. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it really looks like they're just coming from one place. And, coming out there you go one plant Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't come to me <laughs> those kind of things usually i mean the problem is when you do multiple plants by the way i'm just messing around i don't know if this is a good thing or not yeah i, I mean, don't condone this i've always seen come back to me in 10 weeks i've always seen where you know like the one turns into the beast and then the rest get all kind of beat. Like, i've seen that before yeah here's the thing I feel, I feel like that's so some strains especially if they have height issues and some root faster not not a good idea mm-hmm. once again i'm not condoning this uh, I did go with strains, though, I thought that uh, were, like, um, didn't have a lot of height differential. So, like, but I have had a lot of seeds, like, I had to cull or, like, pull out and put in pots and stuff. Like, I'm learning. Like, I definitely know that not any of these is the way to go. But, like, I'm learning that some of this works pretty well. Hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like, none of them will be perfect, but I, like I say, it's, it's fun. It's interesting. And then, I, you know, I have a lot of seeds. So, Sure. I, I, honestly, almost everything I learned was either a mistake I made or someone I know made, and we had to figure out what happened, or fucking around, and then figure out what happened after. That's almost everything I've learned. Like, really. And, like, and then, like, you do your research, but, like, the research is all based on all that fucking around. And you're like, you know what? That thing keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out what that is. Honestly, like, you know what I mean? Like, people ask what's the best place to learn. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of great sources. I tell people, dive in. You have to start growing, start encountering all that stuff. You know? It all starts with the seed, doesn't it, now? I, 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 I think uh, that or, or micropropagation, corn. maybe, but... I really love the way seeds grow. I love seeds. I'm like a seed addict. I'm one of those people that like uh, I turn my addiction into my profession. Like I, I, because I couldn't stop buying seeds for 25 years, I ended up having a really good seed collection. But like I made seeds because I wanted more seeds and couldn't afford to buy more seeds. Next thing I know, yeah, there you go. You became an addict, and now you're. And now my collection is, dude, I'm jealous of myself. I want to go back to like five years ago, but dude, look at this. I'm like, ah, you suck. But it is fun. It's like, I like to trade other, with other, other, you know, breeders. And sometimes, like, someone like, I don't even know, like, I know their gear. They'll come over and give me some little special pack. It's fun. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Hey, this is uh, Hashcroft. How's it going, Hashcroft? Oh, good, good. Um, I'm just listening to the uh, the controversy between Mel Pond and... There is no controversy! <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's totally a controversy. Yeah? Did you follow the thread online, or you just heard the one today? Today, on okay. YouTube. Okay, cool. So, uh, what's your what's your take on it? Are you guys still talking about that? Or sure. Is it, sure. Is yeah. Like, Open forum. Open. Bring it on. I, it's something that I okay. enjoy talking about, and it's it's something that, like I said, it's a contention of mine where it's like I have not proven this. I believe it to be true short term. I have no idea if it yeah. works long term, but I, I am welcome to questions and like I because that's actually where I'm getting a lot of my information is like people coming up with good questions. So, uh, what do you want to know? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to like put my what I found out with. Yeah. Uh, with it and, and this is all I have that, are my observations, by the way. So I, I don't have some yeah, sort of hard evidence. So your observations, I'll yeah. do. And so I, I, I'll take all the anecdotal evidence I can get. So what have you seen? Right. Nice. Yeah. So like, I, I've been I grew with my uncle a couple of years ago, and we grew up in uh, Rulson in the mountains. Okay. And he he was a, you know, he's like an old school grower. You know, he didn't. What does that mean? Soil in the dirt, kind of thing. Yeah, or? soil in the dirt. Yeah, in the ground. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big like, plant, uh, big plants, like one pounder, five pounder. Oh, yeah, like eight pound plants. Okay, big as fuck. Okay, cool. Yeah, and they're pretty nice, and like uh, eight pound plant, it's already nice. Yeah, he, some <laughs> of them he, <laughs> yeah, some of them he pollinated himself, and he used like, um, you know, uh, not mature male plants, and then some of them like were seeds that I've gotten from bag seeds. Okay. You know? Right. You know, like they propagated themselves so, and sure. whatnot. Yeah. And like, yeah, between my friends and I, we found out so far, like, with uh, the, um, like the hermy plants that got pollinated from a hermy or... A plant, a plant, a plant sh- let's say a female. Okay, so 
Let's define what a hermia is, and I'm not. I'm just not all to berate you. I'm just going to just clarify. So, hermaphrodite is is a plant that has both the X and Y chromosome, and is pretty much consistently throwing out both pistils and uh, male flowers the whole way. Yeah. Versus, uh-huh. there's females that throw intersex traits, which there's females that throw pollen sacs here and there. So, okay. Um, now sometimes it's hard to tell outdoors because you know it's a little etchy, but uh, typically you have females that are throwing. Um, pollen sacks, but you know there are actual hermaphrodites though too. So I was just trying. Yeah. To, I just want to clarify that a little bit. So like true, okay. true Hermes. Yeah. So sorry. Go on. Yeah. So like uh, yeah. So from the uh, the Hermes plants that have the traits of the male and female, we found out from growing those seeds. You know, you still get the Hermes. You always you can get a bunch of seeds in it. Right. And sometimes you would get, like, we would get one or two females right. that would have, like, Clear. you know, maybe a couple, five seeds and buds here and there. Right. And, yeah, from that, that that plant, smoking those plants, we would get, it was like a faint, a faint flavor, you know. You get a nice flavor, but it's not, nothing powerful, you know, lip-smacking, yeah. mouth-watering. It's, like, very faint, and, you know, it's like a, we just pretty much called it. Like a Hermie flavor <laughs> was not there, you know. That's a Hermie flavor. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, that's so midsy. <laughs> that's the new mids. Yeah. What's it like? It's a little Hermie flavor. A little Hermie. <laughs> yeah. It's a Hermie flavor. Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, obviously, but genetically, you know, you have this predisposition, and it keeps passing along. You know, which is why mm-hmm. I often bag seeds have that same kind of thing. Day eighteen, they put out a little pollen sack in that lateral branch on the bottom. And they're like, oh, I didn't know why that happened. That's how the first seed Uh got there. Yeah, exactly. And then from the ones that I've found bag seeds that repropagate themselves, what do you mean? I would get. Oh, like you mean like a random like single seed? Yeah, a random single seed, or you know, like yeah, like the chem dog story, you know? Sure, exactly. Yeah, and like uh, from those seeds, I would get the full flavor the potency exactly the full profile of the female plant so those are actual real hermaphrodites you were talking about like earlier yeah those are actual hermaphrodites not just sexual expression uh yeah you know when you when you love the d sometimes you got to make some sacrifices and uh, that could be a seed here and there yeah, oh, it's, oh, it's, kind of, it's kind of scary when you say you love the D like that. I did that. it on purpose. I, when you do that, I, I did it. I, I, I got did it. nervous. I did it. I did it to make you nervous <laughs> or excited, whichever, whichever. Nervous, no. excited, same same not, thing. Not it's all brain part. chemistry. Definitely, definitely got me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so you're sort of reinforcing his idea that the the femmed version had a bit more of a flavor profile like the original female. Yeah, kind of, but like also, you know, the feminized seeds you buy online, mm. I would still also get that faint flavor. Hmm. That's that, and once again, I'll go back to what Soma published. You know, Soma published to use these plants that that gave this, and it gave a huge uprise to all these plants that were then used for another ten or fifteen years that carried this this gene. Um, so the entire yeah. feminized line out of Europe. Uh, is purely predicated upon these plants that have intersex traits and possibly are actual hermaphrodites. But it was it was yeah, from exactly. the original selection that they did from the beginning. Having said that, chem dog, every once in a while you're gonna get a little nanner. It'll happen. Yeah. 
Chemdog, um, that's also genetic. True Chemdog, you'll get sometimes a fucking branch. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, you'll have a whole branch. That's about about one out of ten. And you're like, what the fuck is this? About like, one out of ten well, Chemdog yeah, crosses yeah, so. is <laughs> so fucked up. Yeah, so there's definitely some inherent hermaphrodism in that line. There. I'm trying to actually remove that. I'm doing an experiment by uh, back crossing with a bunch of old skunks, mm-hmm. and then seeing if that somehow mm-hmm. like. Um, if I can, here's the thing. I've able to cross it with the skunk and make it and get rid of the the nanner stuff, but it, it lost a little. It does. It's not quite chem now, so I got to back cross it again. But I'm trying to get like that chem, right. that that stable or chem. I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm working on it. Nice. It's fun, but yeah, I think uh, you know, anecdotal evidence is all we have, and like, uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot of good discourse on social media. Uh, we have it a little bit on my Instagram page. We get a little ornery sometimes, but we do try to like answer questions, but. We gotta share each other's, you know, stories and stuff like that, and that's that's where a lot of these conclusions come from. Not a lot of lab lab evidence to choose from, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to do is just put my observations out there. You know, everything I came to, I saw, I remember I think first time I talked about it was a couple of years ago on Adam's show. It was, it was observations that I had made, and like no, none of them were things that I had done. They were observations I had made in other grows. Uh, only one of the grows that I it was actually one that I was even working in, and I was like saw the same thing, saw the same thing. It was like this weird thing. I saw. You know, so a lot of it's just anecdotal, and, and, and these things come from, you know, from uh, strange places. But like I said, my contention is one of those things. I believe that stable breeds stable uh, in the sense that intersex traits. And uh, a little bit hairy breeds a little hairy, you know. Uh, regardless, yeah. of once, regardless of where that plant came from, once you have a plant and you know whether that plant's strong or not strong, blah, 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 then it's going to breed how it is, regardless if it came from a female or a male. Uh, you know, exactly. as far as it, the breeding. Mm-hmm. So, uh, particularly, we're talking about hybridizing and filial breeding, not S1s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I got it. And at least short term, I'm noticing that my R2s versus an F2 mm-hmm. are so much better. And just straight, consistent as F, bro. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. yep, that's all the same. You know? So, yeah. I know at least works. Now, mm-hmm. three years from now, I may have some story where I'm like, so remember how I was telling you? Blah blah blah. Well, now the whole line collapsed because I fucking learned that I needed the Y chromosome. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't tested it, but for now, I feel very strongly about typically whatever I'm talking about. But for now, <laughs> I feel very strongly about this just because I'm seeing about two years of results, right. and I'm seeing other people and they're having results that are same. And like I said, it's just so easy to predict. Where I could just take two bond, like oh, a high yielding cup winner and a high yielding cup winner. And, we, and that they're both stable, and we're going to breed them. Guess what you get? Really good fucking strain. Hmm. Every time. And I'll come with a cool name, name it after dessert, boom, you win. Yeah? We're running out of desserts, people. We're running out of desserts. I know. We're going to have to go like brand names, like Snackers, but Snickers. It's not satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's making me hungry. I know. Fuck, I literally thought the I can go over like a piece of candy. Oh. Well, thanks for, call, thanks for calling in. Lost you at the end there. He's in the mountains. Oh, he's in the mountains. Okay, nice talking to you. Oh, yeah. We're going to go now, but thanks for contributing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Adam, for what you're doing. Yeah, just got into your show, but, you know, all this Thank you so much, guys. All right, peace, man. Bye. Thank you. Take it easy. Straight from space. Yeah, that wasn't just me. 
like, dude, this fucking weed is got shit crazy. Um, so there you go. You had one one call in for Colin. There you go. We fucking it's got. my fucking show. It's my show. I hijacked that shit, yo. I, oh, yeah, I saw. I saw you. I see. I see you trying. I, I already had a couple calls. I had a couple. I feel calls. like you're like you know, dude. You can just have it for a while. Yeah. I don't feel like a lot of pushback if I really would try. Nah, yeah. you know, there's no point. There's no point in me pushing back right now. So yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you do your thing. I only come by every few months. I know. Yeah. That's that's for obviously for obvious reasons. Much. For obvious reasons. Hey, they let me out. Yeah. Well, one I of the, did one, good. Well, one of the main re- one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on the show is for the obvious that we're going to be uh, hosting your uh, event, yeah, your taste, soiree. We can talk about party. that. Let's talk about the soiree yeah. and what that's all about because I know now there's going to be way too many people because everyone's going to see the show and go, oh my god! Well, the go, only people that are locked in are the ones that already sent me an email. <laughs> yes, it's a dated, it's a thing. And then of course you'll have you'll have like. A plus ten, and you'll have a plus one, maybe. Maybe if it's a midge, I'll give you a plus half. Mm, plus Sweet. a half. You can't come. Uh, <laughs> so you be plus that's it. No, no, but like, uh, so here, here's what we're doing. So I, I, I backed into this. It's not like I came up with an idea for a party because I don't party. Uh, I don't even go out. But um, so we were doing a pheno hunt, and I was looking for uh, crescendo. I was looking for a few different phenotypes of crescendo, and I hadn't actually grown weed in a while. I was at pollinating everything and uh if people don't know much about the colorado uh, weed industry uh sucks as far as selling it so like i don't even know anyone who sells weed anymore it's fucking weird i'm like really i don't know any weed salesmen so i decided i'm just gonna give it away so uh what i need is i need input so it's like a lot of uh different strains i'm trying to pick to see what i'm gonna put in the cannabis cup and weed's not really worth anything anymore here so uh I'm going to have, like, a tasting party. So I'm going to have a bunch of different strains and a bunch of different, like, feedback if you want. You don't have to give it. I'll have little cards if it's optional. And, like, if you have, if you really like something, uh, if you hate it, uh, you know, we give feedback. And, like, every 15 minutes we're going to have, like, a little grams of this. And also, like, it's a BYO glass. You know, we'll have papers and blunt wraps and a bunch of nice Afghan kush and some OGs out for rolling and stuff like that. Uh, it's a little, it's an old-fashioned pre-cannabis cup party. It's just like, a nice what, gathering. What do people like? It's chill. Uh, feel free to bring your own beverages. We'll, we'll, we'll be supplying some basics, and, and, and there'll be plenty for you if you don't bring anything. But a uh, little potluck. You know, never hurt anyone. You know, bring a snack. Uh, you know, bring a nice sixer. Uh, but no, like, it's a... Yeah, look, honestly... Once I thought about it, I was like, so it was a no-brainer because, like, there's just no good cannabis just get-togethers. Like, unfortunately, Colorado is just not a good place that it, it, that allows that. And I was like, that sucks. You just can't go hang out and smoke and just talk. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Gonna, I think hopefully that's all going to that's all gonna change. I really, I genuinely really hope that. Like, I, like, and I don't even like going out. I don't like people. Yeah. And, uh, especially. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, like, I really think it's a thing because, like, it already kind of makes... Like, when you smoke, it makes you kind of reclusive. Mm-hmm. You want to be around like-minded people. But, like, you'll go out to socialize in a cannabis club, but otherwise you're like, ah, I'm not going out. You know, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's a it's, different vibe. It gets more and more difficult, that's for sure. Like, like the somehow, just like on this show. I know a lot of right people that... Couch. We didn't even want to, we didn't even want to get off the couch for the show, but in general, no. We're I love good. couches. I know. I just, I mean, couches, <laughs> couches make bro. the world go round, bro. Bro, <laughs> flat couch. Um, yeah, I. All right, I lost my train lost of thought because of the weeds again. Yeah, well, that's good. 
It's a good oh, sign. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, so that's what the whole show is going to be about. The show is going to be pretty much about oh, yeah. people coming in. <laughs> kicking it. Smoking weed. Kicking weed. Kicking it with some weed. You see, now you remember. Now and getting feedback. And, and look, you know, honestly, it's just have fun. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to get everyone in uh, and whatnot and maybe like stagger it a little bit. Maybe have a few people come a couple hours later, a couple hours earlier. But uh, it's just to have a little gathering and just like-minded people and not be in some loud well, fucking drinking bar where everything's gay and stupid. Hey, no. Did well, you say gay? Well, like, you know, gay bars are the only bars I go to because they're not gay. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I think yeah like, it all depends. It, on you know what? Look, I literally, like, you know, in that essence, yeah. Oh, I can't, can't believe you said gay. Okay. <laughs> I, can't go, I can't go to a straight bar because everyone acts gay. Oh. It, th- so, in I, the old, I, you know, I, what I mean? I they act like douchebags. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't handle the douchebagginess, douchebaggery, like any sort of like downtown type well, bar. Yeah, when it's I too can't crowd, handle it. Too crowded, too stupid. Yeah, it's I can't. But I really do go to gay bars. I'm like, hey. Yeah, it really is. I, 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 I don't judge, bro. I don't judge. You're, it, you're good. I'm not saying I'm going to pick up. Not you that like, that's anyway. <laughs> you like the but you like the manly, vi- you like the manly vibes there. I got converted by a, a, maybe an it's employee. all that feminized seeds you make or something. It just fucks you up, dude. Yeah, I'm very feminine. Yeah, see, so that it's just mostly twist, masculine women twisted your. It's whole, mostly masculine women it's who twisted beat me your whole, twisted your psyche there, bro. No, it was, you know, actually, a friend of mine from a few years ago, uh, she started taking me to gay bars with her because that does her jam and her friends, and I was like, wow, this is so much better. Yeah, they were just such a different higher quality, higher quality, better uh, music, yeah, uh, better conversation, and there's you know like it's there's something about like young men under twenty five that are drunk that just suck intrinsically, including me, whoever it was. Like it's like when you eliminate that, you're like, huh, you know, bars aren't that bad. There you go. <laughs> Tip of the day from Ethos Genetics. Gay bars rock. Actually, unless it's like 93. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I, I stand by it. Yeah. Well, I, I will hey. meet you a blushing bride, and we will fucking hang out. Right. Well, no, I, I, I have noticed that uh, going out is a chore. And that's why I've always... It had, is, man. I've always had uh, my own spots, because I always thought it's way easier when it's your own spot. And you could just, like, grab a, grab a drink when you need it, you know? But... Soon come, soon come. So we're looking nice at, that's going to be a, uh, a Saturday, the 14th, uh, and you need to contact you direct. You already had to have contacted You me. already no would have had around. to have contacted, and there's no yeah. more tickets, and forget about it. So yeah. why are we even talking about this bullshit? No, it's so cool. Select, well, it's I haven't cool. told the people yeah, rub it in their what the fuck's going on. <laughs> we're going to rub it in your face. So those who already do know. Or but at the same time, if you're a super duper if you know someone dedicated listener, plus one. you contacted us and said, Adam, please. Ad, yeah, obviously. Get on my in- endless list that I have. So. <laughs> Adam has his own <laughs> short list. It, he got it. You know, use promo code three. Yeah, three. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we could actually uh, do a giveaway if you want to do a couple. Yeah, sure. We could do a how couple. Do we, how do we couple do passes how do we do plus it? a plus one? How do we do it? What are we do? Uh, well, which come, this part? is the hardest part. You have to come up with some crazy like what the contest contest idea. Yeah, you know, argue with you for like ten minutes. I wouldn't. Whoever argues with 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 Colin. You can pick the subject and the side. <laughs> yeah, any subject. Yeah, I, I don't even care what side it is. Like whatever, I'll yeah. take it. Flat Earth. I don't believe in anything. Okay. I really don't. Like I'm not a nihilist. <laughs> I'm just a natural skeptic who's super curious. You know, like mm, I think it's this. Mm, I don't think it's that. Like that's basically me. Like all the time. Like I think this is this. 
Yeah, that can't be it. Uh, I, I believe uh, so. Come up if you you can. Come, you, usually, it's like an animal sound or, or something yeah. stupid like that. But that, that that's. <coughs> I say. What's that? We have someone do an impression. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're like the best impression. We have five people call in, do a Christopher <laughs> Walken. They're, they're all so bad. Usually, that's the problem. So. Okay, so but it's good. Yeah, we can we can do that. We can do that. Let's see. Let's see. How, can, you have to do, pay, you have so to do you an get, Asian so you, woman doing Christopher Walken. Step it up. Yeah. Oh, you don't think I could do Kitty for walking? Yeah. All right, I'm just saying. Uh, so, what? <laughs> is it a challenge? Is it a challenge? Is it a challenge? I'm just saying, step your game up. Uh, that would be 720-310-8237 if you want to challenge Colin Gordon to a Chinese woman. I will also do, if you have this, I will do an impression off. You pick it, an accent or an impression, and whoever does it better, if you beat me, then you get it. You call so, in with any impression that you already do and yeah. any accent you already do, and I'll, if I don't do it better than you, you get the ticket. That's, How about that? That sounds Boom. Like right there. Put me on the spot. Now I'm scared. Okay. Oh, no, it's going to get weird. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's a challenge to all. Challenge. Challenge. It's challenge. French. Challenge. Challenge. So, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And then uh, we'll, like, email him something and give him, like, a plus one. All right. And that's for a plus one. Yeah. It's, it's we'll for a, a for the entry to the, to the event, plus one. All the free weeds you can smoke. Well, everyone gets that. That's basically like saying whatever. I'm reiterating. That's like saying you get to get a buffet, and that means you can eat anything you want. You can eat buffet (laughs) and the food. Yeah. So you can't take it with you. All right. Well, you said that. Any any challengers on? on Anyone like everyone's like a little. Oh yeah, the kid. The kid. Where's the kid? He's not listening to the show. The kid could beat you up. Kid could crush you, bro. Bring it. The kid. Someone. Everyone has a go-to impression. What's yeah. your what's your go? Someone I don't have one. I don't really have one. I'm you're Adam. Sure. Yeah, I just do me. So you but you're but you know, you're Adam. I, I, I can do people can over the years. That. I can do certain <laughs> things at certain times, but I never like thought of it. Like oh, I got to keep doing. Did I I can do almost any impression and almost any accent. I've never tried to practice. I just I literally hear something and yeah. I automatically like mistakenly mimic to where I'll get in trouble. Right, because you're going to you're Chinese. Like, you make it fun of me. I'm like, yeah, you go not on purpose. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I would be behind your back if I thought of it, but like I actually was. Doing now that, that we're also uh, PC and everything, it's like when you go to Chinese food. I was like, I think every time I ever came, I also you get a pack of seeds if you want to try it. Yeah. Okay. Pack of seeds is now we've up the ante. Anybody who wants bunch to of poo, bunch of poo swaz, man. Yes. He's, oh, Open ch- challenge. Challenge. I might not even be good at this. Dude, I'm saying you do your impression, whatever your wheelhouse impression is. I don't care who it is. Bring it. Yeah. I'm doubt, nigga. Oh. <laughs> now you've got a two. You've got two. All in quotes. <laughs> These are quotes. <laughs> when saying impressions in quotes, it's different. Yeah. Besides, I wasn't referring to a person. No. That's Dave Spell. No. He actually, you know, he actually really did change that word a little bit, where I actually consciously, for the first time in my life, found myself using it. Other than singing alone in my car, when you know what I mean, like the NW day, like that, but then then you just keep it to yourself. Let's get the letters right. Yeah, any acronym will do. But like other than that, like I was never comfortable, and I think it was Chappelle. It was just because the humor somehow like put it in that con. It was so much quoting of it. But then I had to catch myself. I'm like, and he actually said something. He was like, he's like, I'm a little offended by it. Like I was like, I don't, I didn't give permission for everyone to use the word. I was like, oh, I'm a dick. <laughs> you know, it was weird. He's like, especially around my kids. People like will say something like, I'm Rick James, bitch. I'm, like, I'm with my children. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, this is time to turn it off. You're like, oh, shit, yeah. But, 
Anyway, no, so nobody. So the challenge really? is not, the challenge is not, not affected anybody. That is that is weak sauce. Yeah, no, no brave no, souls. Nobody, not the kid. No, I'm surprised no, the kid. The kid. We should, no one, yeah, why don't you dial the kid and get him on the phone? No one any talent. Say, kid, take him out. Who's the kid? The kid who used to be at the show, Ryan. Come on, which Ryan? To the kid. Dude, I have like yeah. 75 Ryans on my phone. I don't I know, know any of them. I know, it's crazy. Ryan's one of the worst. Hey, I know a lot of Adams, too. Like, like, yeah. Well, you're, you're the only one that just says Adam. There you go. But, uh, but most of them are. Yeah, I, yep. Yeah, there's a lot of. Ryan's is crazy. I, I actually had a. The other day, we, we walked into this the place we're working in. Kid's named Ryan, and I'm telling him the story about how Ryan. everybody's named Ryan. Yeah, I got it. And then all of a sudden, as I get around the corner, the next kid, I'm like, wait, what's your name? He's like, Ryan. I'm like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. It's like, come on now. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's kind of funny. We're partners, and we're both named Ryan. And I'm like, this is, yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. I looked at my phone, and I showed him all the Ryans I had. I, yeah. I realized it was because of a Facebook thing. I somehow was, like, looking at the list where you could see it from, like, a distance. And, like, you'd see, like, all the, you know, different names, like, 40 Stephanies. And, like, 32, like, dude, I was like, that's a lot of Ryans. Like, that was the one thing I noticed. I'm like, dude. <laughs> You know, like 85 Ryans and 37 Ryans with beards. That's my wheelhouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the gay bar. That's, this is at it, the gay bar, obviously. So we're back to the gay bar. They shave. 37 more. Ryans with beards at the gay bar. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> with I'm, fully, I'm, I'm fully comfortable in all that. I'm fully comfortable. It's you know. fine. It's fine. It's fine. I did. Did I not offer you, out of context totally, to wear all pink, including a tutu the other day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just out of context. You did. You yeah. did. Volunteered that in just fully, fully for, like, for no reason. Yeah, really, for no, for no reason whatsoever. No, it was no reason, but I didn't need I'm to volunteer you, that. I'm telling you, feminizing. Has I support so, feminized has, seeds, has and I'll wear strength. pink, and yeah. I'll wear tutu, tutus to pink, show, and go to gay support. bars, and go to gay bars. So that's pretty much your. I would do it. Yeah, I, you know, here's, obviously. Here's the thing. Obviously. I'm 44, mm-hmm. and this is where the big difference is. 24 mm-hmm. year old Colin, my yeah. psyche wasn't as strong. No, there's a lot of things I'd be like. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Right. Maybe, maybe this, but maybe not that. Now it's just like, yeah, that's funny. You know, it's just a matter of if I literally want to do it or not, like get out of the house that night. But like, as far as like going over the top, like there's nothing that I don't really get embarrassed. Like it's just like it's like an as you get older thing. Because like I, I see things that are cool now, and I don't even know they're cool. Literally, like I'm like, oh, I'm like, what the hell is that? It's hilarious. Like that's cool. I'm like, really? I'm like, hmm, I literally know that was cool. Okay, I don't want to be that. So it's just getting an older thing. Yeah. Getting older, just not getting challenging it. people. No one's coming back at you. I can't believe this challenge is. is I thought that was a fun one, and I thought it was pretty creative. And I, I, I basically get a double win. I'm going to get the pass. I'll keep it. Yeah. And I'm taking not him. See, when we did the animal noises, they went for that. Yeah, they could do that, but it was like you know, on the spot. Tough. <coughs> Everyone's got a De Niro or a Walken. All right. So anyone in the room who's got something? Nobody. How about this talentless room of? How about we uh, impre- <laughs> we could do impressions of people in the industry, and I can do the entire thing as him, and I'll answer questions about photons, anything you want. Oh yeah. Well, do you want to talk about lighting? Do you want to talk d- about photons? <laughs> that Theo. The electric. See the humol. The mole, the mole, so no, humans. Lumens are for humans. Okay. <laughs> the humol is different. It's what the, between four hundred, seven hundred, and uh, the aluminium is what gives the better reflection. <laughs> I'm guessing Theo. I did a whole Jair at Jair Gravita. Oh, I, I did oh, I did a radio yeah. show with him next to me, and I did him, and he yeah. just didn't say anything. Yeah, just I'm like not me, Just like me. That's, wife, that's, that's, your, that's your thing. He's just laughing the whole fucking time. Right. 
And like it's me and him. Yeah. And they're interviewing me as him. And he's just sitting there laughing. That's about right. It was a lot of fun. His wife was there too, so she didn't even comment like a little bit once in a while. So it totally validated that I was him. Yeah. And she's like, it's, it's pretty good. It's like a, a little active, but it's pretty good. Annalise, it's his wife. Annalise, yes. We should talk about photons all the time. And aluminium. I love that word so much. Uh, I didn't realize how much we butchered our language until I heard aluminium. I'm like, what's that? Like right. aluminum. Like, <laughs> That's like sexy aluminum, though. <laughs> I'll buy that. What kind of lights are you running? <laughs> Yeah, you're wants to know right now. He I, just, I, just, uh, so I, I, I'm, 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 I'm genuinely lucky, man. I'm sponsored by a lot of companies, but I run Gavita, Soulstech, Black Dog, and uh, Revolution. And uh, oh shit, I have a whole grove uh, built out by Sun System, as well. Uh-huh. And fuck, another one. Either way, I run everything. It's free and good. Free and good. We have a uh, like our, our we have a, like a nice uh, two uh, to one um, ceramic metal halide to HPS in, in our rooms, and then uh, we got pl- I have plasmas, I have LEDs, various different things. I have white LEDs for clones. I use uh, colored LEDs for seedlings, keep them compact. Um, we use various different things for different jobs. I use a lot of Solstech bulbs for my DEs. I like their bulbs a lot. Um, I don't use metal halides in Gavitas though because that takes the warranty away. <laughs> you have to use the proper bulbs. Don't tell them at the shop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, honestly, man, uh, I think there's a lot of great lights. Uh, DEs, surround metal halides. It's, it's just about two for the job, what your end game is. And you do it properly, you're fine. You know what I mean? You're not going to go wrong if you get any sort of name brand, any one of those good lights. Just don't get something kitschy and new. Like, oh, it's the newest fucking cool thing. Don't get that. Get the best thing from last year. Just get whatever is just the best thing, <laughs> not the coolest. But honestly, I think like there's probably six or seven really good to ease. Probably upwards of ten different ceramic, you know, bulbs out there that are solid, different fixtures. What do you What do you use for your seed reduction mostly? So it depends on what my goal is. If I'm trying to get them bigger and taller quicker. Um, uh, either like T5s early and then like just metal halides or strong metal halides. Yeah. And then, but if I want to keep them compact for a while, like sometimes I'll do like five weeks in a small container just to get a ton of nodes and then I'll put it in a big container and I'll flower quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put it under LEDs like a mixed spectrum and that keeps them super compact and like it, is a, it just allows me to use very little space and get a lot of growth <coughs> in a very small area. Canadian Indian is the request. So we're talking a native from the currently living in the country of Canada, to clarify. Do a Canadian Indian. Maybe it could be Indian. Be fucking oh, no. <clears throat> I mean, a Canadian Indian could be this kind of Indian, and you know what I mean, eh? So, like, yes. be more specific. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going there? Is this oh, fun? it's Mr. Cripple here. Just uh, enjoying the, you know, the show. Nice. You're here to challenge uh, Gordon? Oh, uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm not I really sense weakness. Good at, uh, you know, acting. I'm not really an actor, so. Oh, no, it's okay. I'm not an actor. I'm just high. Yeah. So get uh, higher not. and oh, fucking okay. compete. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do we got? What, what do you got for us? Oh, what I got for you? Yeah. Well, you what you got for him, man? What you got Gee, for him? Bring the questions or bring the pin. Oh, yeah. I was just going to um, ask about, um, you know, 
what variety uh, ethos cultivar is the most uh, alpha fem? You know, you talk about alpha fem. Mo- the most, the most uh, consistent? Know. As yeah, far as, like, that, stable, homogenized, things like that? Uh, the one that you were considering your, your favorite alpha fem. Well, alpha okay, here's the thing. Alphas. So I have a lot of, so it's about flavors a little bit. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I have a few, and I have some that are like, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to go member berry. Yeah, member berry, all right. It's just, it's, a three, I, it's three and a half pounds light, everything's 30%, and everything's terpy as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about, Period. like, Every the flavor that seed. comes out on the smoke. It is the most flavorful. Uh, it tests crazy, crazy high in live extraction. You have everything from sweet to true skunk to grapefruits in there. It's absolutely amazing. Extremely high yield, easy to grow, and you'll break. It's just, it's a crusher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, I, to this day, I have not seen a single nanner, and I let some of them go. I actually re-veg one, so it probably went like 100 days, and I didn't see one. Oh, that's legit. Because it's got really, really good skunk, old-school skunk in there, and like uh, old-school Afghan that was a sta- like um, stabilized a long time ago before I used it. So it's uh, that, that helped, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I'll go member berry. It sounds pretty good. I remember that from like South Park, so that's pretty funny. And the photos of it, yeah. I, uh, definitely looks real nice for sure. Dude, they're uh, very colorful towards the end. Very, a lot of very vibrant purples, magentas, uh, just pinks, uh, just 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 really really beautiful beautiful weed. You know, if you're not an OG head, you know, one of those people, it's like OGs, chem sours only. Which, by the way, I'm kind of that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is about as good as it can get. Like, I would never put it against a legit chem dog or a legit OG Kush because I wouldn't put anything against that. But, like, people who don't even know what that is would think this is the best weed they've ever smoked. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. So, you know, I'm putting it in the cup at Santa Rosa uh, in June. So I think it's good enough to enter, and I had a lot of weed to enter. Oh, yeah, well, uh, best of luck with that for thank sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. The only accent I got going on was some of the, you know, like, Southern uh, mumble, you know, yeah, like but a mumble hillbilly. Yeah, but you were born with that, yeah. I mean, you actually tried to shed that a little bit, that West Virginia, a couple of years ago. But you moved out to <laughs> Bucky, Kentucky a couple of years ago. Where are you from? Uh, uh, here, you know, West Coast, Oregon, you know, best place ever. You're from the West Coast of Oregon? Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. I uh, I love it out there, actually. I really do. I, uh, I'd be out there, I think, if it wasn't for... Uh, few other things that were anchoring me down here it's nice i would love to grow outside in oregon that would that's yeah like, that's one of my dreams yes it's one of my dreams and find bigfoot while i'm out there I, <laughs> yeah. less likely but for some reason that's part of the fantasy <laughs> i don't know can't get can't detach it <laughs> yeah definitely it's always a you know it's always hard to find you know varieties that finish before the october rains around here that's for sure um, I suggest uh, our pillow factory. It's got really good botrytis uh, resistance, and it fin- right. and it finishes two weeks early. Well, and, that sounds, you know, uh, sounds promising. It is. It's highly promising. <laughs> I also gave it a stupid name on purpose just to reverse market it, and it worked great for a year. And nobody bought it, but then people realized <laughs> it threw down. <laughs> then people were like, dude, that throws down huge yields in eight weeks. And people were like, right. huh? And I was just it just to be funny. Took a full year before people started buying it. I heard it was called Pillow Biter, but it was. Oh, I tried, but then someone got all mad, you know, and I was like, hey, I'm going to do it regardless of what you say. 
goes on with, anyway, your, he goes won the your, he obviously goes won the on with your theme anyway. He obviously won the argument. So. <laughs> I'm not really a theme person. It's more flowy. <laughs> Speaking of themes. But uh, any other questions? Uh, you know, not really. Just uh, cool. just been enjoying the show. So right well, I figured I'd call, you know, never called before. And, you know, people are, you know, people are calling. I'm like, okay, he's just being way too funny right now. You know, he's got to break it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, you don't want to. I, I gotta, he's being way too funny. i got to bring it up bring some salt <laughs> to the situation. Yeah. Let's see if I can bring some real bring aw- it, awkwardness. Let's bring it right back, <laughs> yeah. right back to yeah. Uh, That'd be an amazing goal, like Andy Coffin style. I'm like, I'm gonna try to bring five seconds of just awkward silence to that fucking conversation right there. You're like, all right, good job. Well, Th- well, thanks for calling in for sure. Yeah, yeah, love and peace. Yeah, peace, man. Work Thank on an impression. <laughs> I will one day. Thank you. I don't think he's gonna do it. I don't think he's gonna work on the impression. No. Oh, you know. You know <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to hang up, and I'm supposed to talk about you know, it. <laughs> I'm supposed to try, but man, I'm just so nervous. Make say words. No, I get it. No, words hard, head strong, brain bad. I get it. So sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah doesn't all flow. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish I could, but. Well, thanks for calling in. I was, we had fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. All right, bro. Talk to you later. Okay, all right, peace. Take it easy. That's fine. There you go. Boom. That was a noise. That's actually a line out of context. <laughs> out of context would be a great line. It's like, oh, I thought I'd call in. I saw you guys having a bunch of fun. I wanted to get like, <laughs> so sort of like, I couldn't allow that to continue. But I'd say he added to it. So good times. No, it was, it was fine. It was fun. fine. He, Absolutely. No, he he got you to bring your member berries up. Member? Yeah, so I they, remember. So he actually he segued it perfectly for like, you. I want to talk about my berries. You got to talk about yeah. You had, you, had, you had to like not totally just ramble about all your strains, but at the same time bring them in slowly. What, so uh, speaking of which, what's the what's the thing everybody should be looking for right now? What's your favorite like just besides member berry that I told him <laughs> that was a lie? What's your other favorite? What's your other favorite? No, tell him. Tell I really him. like it. It's a can't miss. It really is a banger. I've got a few of them like that. Um, Manor cookies were almost sold out of, which has been huge. I, I, like, as if you asked me three months ago if we were going to sell it, I'd be like, never. And like, we're almost sold out of that. What That's was, uh, what was that one? Mandarin cookies. It's our. Uh, uh, a real it's our. Uh, it's a big fat, huge mandarin flavored cookie. Welcome to the I've Done Show. Stable as fuck. Hey, boo boo! This is Yogi. Yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> How's it going, Adam? Hey, I got a boo boo. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I try to find boo boo. He took my stash. Took my picnic basket. Hey. Yeah, I only watched it like twice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need like lime. Yes. <laughs> Did he have any lines? <laughs> what was his? Uh, what was his crony? His boo boo, and what was his actual name? Yogi. Yogi. What? Yogi. Yeah, Yogi and Boo Boo, and it's like, you know what wants to come hey, out? Hey, Yogi. Like it. And he's like, hey, Boo Boo. Oh, oh, dude. See, that guy's going to get some tickets. That, because it was, the, <laughs> he did go. both. He did this both. Is, now, uh, that, this is Fo 20 doing Yogi. There you go. <laughs> see, <laughs> oh, see, Fo20, of course, he's going to win the tickets, right? Hey, and a pack. And a pack. Good job. Good job. And a pack of alpha food. Alpha, alpha, alpa, alpha, alpa, 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 alpa,
Oh, what's going on? What did I do? Uh, you didn't know he was doing it in a contest? No. That's even better. Yeah. So you got. So we were doing an impression so, contest. So now you got free tickets to uh, his. You had to do Yogi Bear, and you called in. And did his his. Uh, <laughs> oh, shut up! Tasting. No, there you go. Free tickets to the tasting. That's on the. Four- that means you have to come early now. You got to get here like six days earlier than you thought. It's going to cost you a shitload more money. But you're gonna be all. <laughs> but it's all gonna be. Well, you ain't got much. But the blow you got. I will be there on the 18th. That's the best I'll do. But all right, well, yeah. I'll have one for you. Well, we'll, we'll save a little goodie bag for you. How's that? For sure. I'll, for sure. I'll, I'll make sure. Excellent. For, uh, I'll tell him we need. I need a special goodie bag for. I'll my... call you guys. <laughs> you can email. You can fucking FedEx it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Nope. Yeah, I don't think about it. I don't know about uh, that. Right, yeah, Off the record, mind. still nope. All right, y'all be cool. I got to get out. All right, peace. All right. That's funny. Later on. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh, <coughs> I actually got a couple cool things covered. So uh, we're doing all the cups now as far as we got boots. <coughs> and um, we have one, uh, LA 420, San Bernardino, actually. I don't really call the LA Cup because if you just said San Bernardino, people are like, eh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm doing <coughs> we're doing like a secret drop. It's not a secret because I just said it, but we haven't told anyone what it is and I haven't advertised it. But it's very limited and it's like, god damn, got times no shit. And then the other one is, are you fucking kidding? Times get the fuck out of here. Both very limited. One's male, female. One's femme. Hand numbered by me. You have to see me in LA that I get them because we're not going to tell them. Get the fuck out of here, Times. Goddamn. No, look, here's the thing. I'm not, because I'm not saying what they are. (laughs) Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Just double checking. I'm white labeling Uh very nice cuts of Mm -hmm. extremely popular name strains. I got you. You're like, so it's just like those cuts you're trying to get times that other fucking cut you're trying to fucking get. All right. Okay. You know. So it's a Mac something cross, obviously, or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's a detective. He's like, don't, don't fucking blow my shit, bro. <laughs> so I gotta say, I honestly thanks to our like our, our customers. Like we did our last drop in yeah. Zane and the Membrane, and yeah. I put on it Nunya times business, and I put nothing about it except those tall as fucking sativa, yeah. and uh, it has a high um, uh, variation rate. And we sold two thousand packs in two and a half weeks. I was like, dude, I hadn't sold 2,000 packs of any particular strain ever up to that point. And just on, based on, we're down. We're in. I'm like, right. none yet times business. And I'm like, oh, I put uh, Terps, loud as fuck, and THC, shit tons. <laughs> and everyone was like, I'm in. I'm like, really? And first of all, it's amazing fucking weed. But I also decided, and like I said, I put six seeds in. And literally, it was just the last second I was making them. I just filled every vial, like, full. So I put like twenty fucking seeds like in everyone just because like it was like a return, but like I couldn't believe like mm-hmm. we I, I literally was I was uh, every day I was like how many like I don't get it I'm like I didn't say what it was mm-hmm. and like I was like it's outselling everything I've ever done everything I've ever crafted <laughs> everything I've ever worked on my entire life and I did a little fucking social media like bah! And yeah. it's like boom I'm like oh man at least I get good weed. But right. it was an interesting thing for me in marketing to see, like, how, how far marketing can get you. Also, a little trust in the company. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some of the return customers. But uh, I was fucking amazed that pe- that many people buy something that was unknown relative to, like, 
you know, like uh, I'm releasing uh, like a, a chem, I'm releasing chem four times TK, like uh, in um, like three months or so, which anyway, like an amazing cut of chem four. Mm. And anyone knows of those strains, you know, you get a nice chunky, big fat OG, like it's amazing. That will never sell as fast as Nanya Times Business, ever. And we all know, like it's probably gonna be better because those are two of the best cuts ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I just did it just to see. It's kind of funny. So this drop, I'm not hyping at all. I'm not telling anyone what it is. And they only find out the fucking day it comes out. Mm. See Zero. how that works. I have no idea if that's going to do anything. Like I have no idea if these, any of these things are going to work. Right. I just like to see what happens. And when's that drop about? 420. Oh, of course. Come see right. me in San Bernardino at the High Times Cup. Oh, a brand new huge fucking oh, yeah, tent I booth. That, I forgot that's what we're talking about. <laughs> a brand new tent. You get a new booth. Is it a circus tent? I believe it's not. I I, I do believe it's not. Uh, I did not micromanage this job. We have a design company, but it's fucking badass. I'm actually really excited. Like, we're like all adulting and shit. You know what I mean? It's nice. Yeah. So you have a whole crew there waiting for you. Do we're bringing seven people? I have a road crew now. Like, we're buying the Mercedes fucking Sprint so we can like actually take all the gear and shit. Like, we're like we're loading up, dude. Like. Like, we are going to a little carnival. I got a, a wheel, like, every half hour. I'm doing giveaway packs, giving away fucking free weed, everything. And, like, it just... And then that's a raffle, but, like, there's a wheel everyone can spin. And you oh, win something right there. raffle there. wheel. No, I got a raffle, but no, I got a wheel. Everyone oh, can come spin. spin and, like, e- look, who doesn't like spinning a wheel? Spin the fucking who, I like wheel. spinning fucking wheels, all right? I know. I can... And I can, it's like... Dude, right? So then I just put a bunch of shit on there, and you win stuff. Everybody gets to spin it. Mostly you're going to enjoy In the wheel. If you get lucky, you get something other than you going to wear, like, the cheesy suit and spin the wheel and gold bow ties and shit. Or, uh, I on. haven't gone that far. Whenever you have a wheel, you have to wear a bow tie. That's, like, part of the... I do know a sweet fucking uh, <laughs> store in San Francisco, like, right uh-huh. by Hate ashbury uh-huh. that only has, like, things that, like, imaginarium, parnarium person owner would like like what is that like is that an all crushed red velvet suit with a purple lapel you're like it is you're like oh and there's a different way like it, there's i would i know where there, yeah definitely do yeah that. Do having that. said that uh, i no. would say you should do that for sure just a ding 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 so we won best booth <coughs> so yeah the, very low thing so with, yeah we won best booth at the cup, first booth they ever did it was at the cup three years ago and we yeah. won best booth mm-hmm. at the one here in denver mm-hmm. and the only reason we won is because they brought that fucking wheel Ooh. And I made you, you know, the only qualification yeah. was you had to vote for best booth before you spin the wheel. Oh. Crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. You did the old. My booth sucked. I, old, that's all I did. I was yeah. just like, I just want to win best booth, see what happens. And I was like, yeah. dude, totally it, fucking. It worked. Yeah. We got second and third, actually. You're that guy. The guy. Because they fucked up the thing. <laughs> they added up. No, but seriously, I just thought it was fucking funny. Everyone's sitting there like, awesome. we're helping them download their app. And they're like, vote. They're like, who do we vote for? We're like, anyone you want. It's America. Spin the fucking wheel, like, like you know. I don't. We didn't actually even tell people because, because whatever. But uh, yeah, we racked those votes. I just found out like I got like four cups in a row, and I didn't know it was something you voted for, and I didn't know there was not an app on your phone. So I was like, I don't think anyone else knows either. So I'll just sit there with this wheel, yeah, and a line. And for three days, people just sat there. Two days because it's fucking voting shit out, of spinning that fucking wheel. Spin. We were also giving away for free the stuff that was on the wheel. Yeah, I, would, I get that. Like, you could gone. just take the stuff. Yeah. But they would rather spin the wheel and win the thing that was also on the counter just that they, they could take. Oh, okay, I guess you <laughs> Like, hey, I want a joint. Like, you can have a joint. Yeah. Like, hey, I want a joint. Like, dude, you could, you could have three. Yeah. Hey. 
And you know what? I spun that thing like six times. And I right. got excited every time a little bit. Yeah. Well, it was I, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm like, it's fun. It's like it's like a little, little fortune situation. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play. I get it out of 128th and uh, I 25. Right off the I made a wheel. Party store. A, I made a wheel out of the front of a bike for my original thing to track home from college. That was, was the old school Amsterdam. I made my shit all Amsterdam style, so it was kind of like. Uh, steampunk a little bit. I don't have that kind of style. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I don't have your. I was very impressed. Thing, whatever that is that you have. Front of a bike, <laughs> mounted to <laughs> the wall. It was the front of a bike. I, I didn't have yeah, a wheel. I didn't have a wheel. I had a bicycle wheel. I put that on the thing. It was it was perfect. That's great Dutch. Yeah, it was super Dutch. Yeah, I went ultra Dutch on that one. Um, so all right, so you got. Wheel spinning going on. Yeah, we got wheels. <laughs> we got everything. We got Yeah. Um, if you're in downtown New York and you're looking for the baddest place on the go. Um, okay, so yeah, we got uh, uh, our own new headband coming out mm-hmm. uh, on 420. Uh, we've got a, a strain. I mean, basically it's early glue. I back crossed uh, grill glue with a Afghan kush and then mm-hmm. back to a grill glue again. It took like three weeks off the outdoor flowering time. Indoor, it's similar, a little mm-hmm. faster, a little more stacked, but outdoor is like really weird really because it triggers right. early. I think people uh, had a market for that. I got member OG, which is our member berry, Times Temple Kush. Member? That's, uh, that's actually a male female. Uh, they're wow. really fucking good. We actually I literally tried to give them away. Uh-huh. I'm not kidding. And then we saw pictures of them and we're like, are you, is that ours? We're like, yeah. Like, those are the things we gave you? Okay. I'm like, we're selling them now. That's how freebies turn into fucking. Right. Right. I was like, "Are you kidding?" And then I ran some, and they were like, "Unbelievable!" I'm like, "I guess there's something to this male female fucking breeding bullshit." Right. Just monster fucking, just delicious fucking fruity Kush buds, mm. purple as fuck. But you know, honestly, like uh, working a lot of stuff, I, I, the, I'm most excited for something that's not coming out for a while. It's it's just it's a, an orgy of different old school skunks we've been collecting and uh, original chem dogs. And we're doing various different chems, chems with chems, chems with skunks. Um, and then those are just, just big, high-yielding, just beautiful, beautiful plants. You know, I, lo- I miss that Dutch, big, huge bud, just spongy, massive. And, like, working with these skunks and chems again, I'm like, hey, I'm a good grower again. You know, because <laughs> it's like you can't, you can just run GH again and get these fucking things like this. So it's fun growing those things, you know. Hmm. It's just, it's just weird because, like, you know, you get these skunks that, as you know, they're testing 15 16%. Mm. But there's so much flavor and cool, uh, um, interesting characteristics that a lot of people nowadays haven't seen. More like the earthy mm. stuff. But um, they're stable as shit. Like, they breed exactly what they are. Right. Like, it's something that doesn't exist much. So, like, when you breed with these, like, old skunks, like, everything comes out. Like, holy shit, there's two phenos. Yeah. And the, not much variation in them. Versus I do some chem cookie thing, and, like, everyone looks different. Right. Yeah, of course. And there's so much yeah. recessive stuff there that you're, like, you might get some yeah. good good combos, but... So these skunk chems... Are, are you doing any... Are you, so I know that this time you're doing it, like, old school with letting everybody smoke the weed and stuff, but all this stuff's already gone to Phylos, and it's all been the... Check the there. testing? Yeah. <clears throat> well, Phylos is the genetic testing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as... Uh, are you going to categorize all of them whatever you do in the long run? Several. Yeah. Um, I'd say at this run, I think we're going to have eight uh, kits. Uh-huh. We have uh, 14, I think, already in the, in the system. 
Nice. Um, everything that's unique, anything that's special, or sometimes we'll get like a, an outlier. Mm-hmm. And just, just, just want to see. see. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just to see. Mm-hmm. And you see, genetically, it's still quite similar. It's just the yeah. expression's that much different. Um, but, you know, with Phylos and all that stuff, it's just playing around, having fun with it, mm-hmm. playing with the tools. But it is nice, especially when, when homogenizing and stabilizing strains, to see that you you can watch that reducing amount of, of, uh, of variance. Variance, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And by the way, my F2s and my F1s eat were the same amount of variance as my R1 and R2. I got lucky. Hmm. My, my F2 was like super fucking stable. I almost, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I guess I had a black fire that like tested high hmm. and they had an F2 and it came back as low. And like, I did my best, you know, to get, yeah. make them stable. Right. But I was proving that there's no way it's going to be as stable as the females. Hmm. But it actually, it did come stable. Anomaly. Yeah. Well. I'm still saying it, but the evidence currently is 50 50. <laughs> They both came back way more stable. <laughs> so, yeah, and that is that is literally the goal of cannabis, you know, breeding is, is some stability and homogenization and right. fucking the not to I, take away anything from F two because it was a bomb ass F two. Yeah, so it's not like males suck. Not, you know, like I like yeah. I said, that's like provocateur, you know, kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to get people thinking. I genuinely do though, and discussing. We would expect nothing less, obviously. So that's 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 at least you're consistent, right? You know, here's the thing. I, I'm open to, to discussion, always, mm-hmm. period, including anything that I've come up with. Mm-hmm. And and that and I, I'm ready to pivot. If you show me something that's new, cool. I'm, you know, I, I want to know it. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not set in my ways, but, but that's allowed me to kind of look outside the box. And after 25 years of using males, I, I you know, and a lot of mushrooms, mostly the mushrooms, mm-hmm. uh, I decided that uh, no. I looked it up. I couldn't find anything that, that said the DNA was different. Right. And then once I talked to a physiolo- plant physiologist, a guy who published a PhD, published, you know, he's like, yeah, there's no difference. I'm like, huh. I was like, is there anything to say that male-female breeding is better? He's like, no, why would there be? I'm like, I don't know. Right. I'm asking you. I don't, I dropped out. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, again, like a little bit like you were saying before, because the cannabis breeders are always like so stuck on the sort of, the romantic side of it all. I enjoy the art of finding a good dude. Yeah, yeah, or just <laughs> I know that we all know that this, back is, to the this, theme. this is all for the <laughs> yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna. But no, this. no. But like, I really do. Here's the thing: I actually do enjoy the male feeding male uh, female part of breeding cannabis. I genuinely do. It's just laborsome. It mm-hmm. takes a long time. Oh, yeah, for the short and uh, for to actually homogenize or to stabilize a strain or a variety, it takes a long time. Yeah. All, and I'm not saying you can't do it equally well or even potentially better. I'm saying I could do 10 in the time that I could also do mm-hmm. one or maybe two at most and get equal results. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying the male-female would be better or worse. I'm saying I could do way more female homogenized strains at a much higher level, mm-hmm. at a much higher output. So my contention is not it's better for breeding, period. It's better for breeding homogenized commercial strains. Which is your it's a which specific is, which is what game. you're doing yeah. right, and that's a specific end game. Yeah, if you want to if you want to avoid bottlenecking, mm. uh, you should take all your males, like a room of ten, twelve, fifteen males, and a bunch of great females, and you know, and 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 cross them and to store some seeds and to avoid genetic drift and things like that. But those are different goals of breeding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm not saying don't do that. I'm not saying don't cross a bunch of males with some females to put away seed stock to keep diversity. I'm not. 
just saying it's a different. Well, it's like I had a friend of mine. Uh, it's just a different end game. <clears throat> friend of mine called today. It's uh, uh, he had some really, you know, he had some seeds that are about uh, twenty five years old. I think even more thirty years old, and they were like. He knows exactly which weed it was of Santa Marta Gold that he know exact you know that it really was that he wanted to do something with it, and so his question to me was that you know you know what should he do should he like you know f to them like figure it out like inbreed them and you know to go go which is what I would suggest just on right out of the game. When in doubt, I just say f to everything everything yeah. everyone and everyone everyone yeah and then start from there yeah well especially on those things because the minute you breed it with some cookies cross or something yeah. like that. You're fucked. I mean, you work, like, work the F2, yeah. cross everything with everything, mm-hmm. and put that away, right. and then work those a little bit. And then yeah, you right. start crossing with some stuff. Yeah. And once again, that's a different endgame. Yeah. And I would do that too. Mm-hmm. And But for what I'm trying to do, and, that, and then once again, that's part of my contention. Is not, I'm not saying it's just for all tools. It's for this particular endgame for what I'm doing. And once again, I don't know if long-term... If by the time I get to an R4, it's going to be as strong as an F4. It may lose vigor. It's possible. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do know at to the R2 process, it's way better than the F2 process. Right. That's as far as I know. So, you know, that's where I am on that. And, and that's from my personal experience and mm-hmm. from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, And also from uh, other growers, obviously. That I give a lot of free seeds away to, like, growers that I... If you're a good grower and you know how to take pictures and you're a friend of mine, I'm giving you free seeds. You know, I need input, pack, input, clones back, whatever. So a lot of that is also, uh, you know, uh, feedback that I get from growers that I respect. I also like different rooms, different styles. Of course, I yeah. get totally that's, different, that's, feed- I get totally nice. different <laughs> feedback sometimes. Sure, and that's yeah. the nice part. I mean, and have you had like, um, you know, because a lot of times I think one of the big fears with fermented <laughs> seeds over the years has always been like, you know, the the fact that everybody who's you know, getting seeds that are made from uh, stress plants, et cetera, whatever. There's Which is, stress is a real thing. Yeah. That is epigenics. It is proven. But have uh, you had any kind of, like, uh, just fucked up shit along the way where certain, oh. certain things have gone wrong, like, oh, yeah. out, that are out there that you yeah. need to, nothing, nothing you need to address or anything? We uh, recalled a strain uh, three months ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, two weeks after its release. Uh-huh. I had only run four seeds of it, and they yeah. all came out great. Yeah, somebody else ran it. Beautiful. A couple people. And up. also, yes, and yeah. then they'd run it a little bit after me, and they all told me they at least got one uh-huh. intersex trait, and yeah. like three of them had multiple, like three out of ten or four out of ten, like yeah. way too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like one. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that's a problem. Yeah. And like I know it's not their room. They know what they know what they're doing. Yeah, sure. So I put a massive post up all over social media saying recall, refund, mm-hmm. and it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do. And I had an amazing, the most positive probably social media response I ever had. Yeah, well, it was because like, yeah, it's such dread. Yeah, it's such dread because I, I I hang my head on like I yeah. got this. Yeah, right. And what happened was, and it's not like I, I actually no one knows, and I don't make excuse, I make excuses all the time. <laughs> I didn't want to make an excuse. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't. It was kosher kush, but it wasn't my cut. Mm-hmm. And my friend di- didn't know enough that this is actually a slightly better cut. He thought he was doing me a favor, uh-huh. and he just forgot to tell me. And breeding, you, you know, how once you pollinate something, you can, when it doesn't finish, it finishes different. Yeah. So I couldn't tell that it was a slightly different cut. Yeah. And then later he was like, "Yeah, no, it was this better cut." Well, he's all excited about it. I'm like, yeah. oh, "Oh shit, I don't know how it breeds." He's yeah. like, uh, "I was like, did I breed with that other one ten times? Right. I know how that one breeds, you know." Sure. 
And so we had to recall it. And um, so once again, <coughs> the genetic, you know, it's a, a, an unknown genetic. Using unknown genetics, untested genetics is the problem. Yeah. Uh, and I know that no matter how good my feminizing technique is, I'm not going to make a string better. I can't feminize dog waltz mm-hmm. and take that nanner situation out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If sure. I use something like a tray cam. Well, it's like I, cherry pie or something like that. Yeah, People are like, exactly. Why are you going to use it if you know it's going to be That's why me. I literally won't use it. Yeah. You see, stuff that already has tendencies yeah, to have the, or prone to that, I won't use at all. Yeah. The only one is ChemD because it's worth it. Right. It's not really like that. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. It's day 18. There's a couple little bowls. Yeah. And then, like you said, that one freaking branch or that <laughs> one plant, you're like, oh, dude, yeah, you're real bad. But yeah. mostly it's like I'd say uh, 75% of them are really good mm-hmm. that come out of there. Mm-hmm. Which I'm totally happy with when doing a camp hunt, yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, we've had we've had a lot of problems, uh, and the number one thing is always untested stuff. Yeah. Um, and just like anything else, whether it's male female breeding or <coughs> female breeding, it doesn't matter. You, you, well, the yeah. female you're using, regardless of its intent, mm-hmm. you should test. Of course. And for and me, hopefully that's usually yeah. that usually that's the one that's most tested. It's the male that's, that's a carrier that's it's the most run. Yeah, like it's the hardest one to like pinpoint out of the gate because right. you, you don't let them see it ever yeah it, it takes a while and then there's like plant counts and room and you know all this mm-hmm. other stuff and mm-hmm. like you know so just variables and uh like i said uh it's no i'm not um it's 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 about end game and tool for a job but you know a lot of my customers do large crops and they like to go from seed mm-hmm. and they like feminized seeds that they know are going to you know be same height or the same you know sure so why can't I go to the F5 process except my way? So what's, okay, so now that we're wrapping the show up right around now. Wrap what, it up. What's the uh, best way to get in touch with Ethos besides Instagram? Ethosgenetics.com. Of course. Ethos Genetics, pretty much anything. If you just Google it, uh, you'll, uh, it's, our Instagram page has the most activity. Our Facebook page has more people, but I think they're all bots. I don't, no one really says anything anymore. Or Facebook just sucks now. <laughs> but we have a lot of good uh, Instagram feedback we i always welcome questions especially like you know tag me if you have something um so we're most active on instagram but you can find us through our our, our, uh, our website uh seedsherenow.com is our uh, primary u.s distributor um it always seems like we're out of stock just check back two days later it's just we're just lucky enough right now to be selling out every week so um they have the strains just just check back in a couple days um but yeah Cool. And I really cool. appreciate the support in the last few months. Like, really, it's it's been humbling and like, you know, it's been really, really, really nice. Nice, nice, nice. So we're gonna see you on the fourteenth, which is uh, coming up in two weeks, and um, I guess we'll then we'll be going to Sacramento and uh, uh, San Bernardino, oh, sorry, San Santa Bernardino. Rosa, yeah. uh, Michigan, yeah. uh, Palm Everywhere Springs. Back. Really? Grow, there's an actual growers convention we're going to check it out hmm. because why not sure uh, Emerald Cup of course yep. will be in December oh San Diego in November what's going on there, there? Cup uh, high, uh, high times oh San Diego yeah um, uh, Jamaica we're going to shoot for Jamaica and then we're trying to do South America as well nice. Bolivia Bolivia Dude, the first one it's there. blowing up. Dude, I get messages from Bolivia all the time. It's yeah. crazy. I thought it was like a joke at first. I was getting spammed or like uh-huh. someone was fucking with me. Uh-huh. And I looked at my, I was like, I have a thousand followers from Bolivia. Right. And I, dude, I, weed's just legal there. It's just legal. Hmm. Like not even Colorado, like legal. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, Bolivia, what's up? And it has been for a while or it's just... A couple, like two years, not even. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, that's pretty cool. Columbia has all their medical stuff going. Yep, things are starting to roll there, too. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Really It is. Very exciting. It is, because it's like, uh, everybody's in their little bubbles, and they know what's going on in their bubble, and we kind of know what's going on in most of the bubbles, but then there's places like that that are going off that... You know, like, oh, dude! I, if it wasn't for my Instagram, I would not know of these levels. But it's fascinating and it's really cool. Like, because you know, we know our a visual I have now of our map is like you see the states that are legal, that are medical, and the ones that aren't quite yet. You know, but like if you look at the world map, it's kind of the same. Like, there's, yeah. it's blotchy as shit in a good right. way. It's good, looking good. A lot of medical. Ooh, blotchy in a good way. Blotchy. <laughs> That's where we end the show. That's it? I've never yeah. said those words in that order. <laughs> yeah, blotchy in a good way. <laughs> The name of the show. Is Don't called, quote me on that. <laughs> that's the name of the show, dude. Blotchy in a good way. Dude. The Blotchy in a good way episode. Dude, there's no Blotchy yes. in a good way. Damn uh, it. Little, little variegation there. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening to the show. I want to big shout out to uh, Dr. Willard, uh, Dr. John Willard the third. No, he's not a doctor, though, right? He's just John Willard. Uh, I, you you know, know, I wouldn't say he's a doctor, but I... Dad... He was, great, he was, he was down in the school, uh, down in Goldman for a while, in school mines. Oh, yeah, doctor school in the mines. So, yeah. I mean, it would, it would Those make things sense. Don't make he, sense. Answered, he answered questions in a, in a, in a way that someone was learned. Like, he didn't answer anything outside the parameters of what he knew for a fact, which tells me someone who has been through some good, good amount of schooling. Yeah, no, like all my shit's just like half guessing. I remember. You're like, yeah, yeah, throwing. You're what'd you go five years and not get a degree? I'm like, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, yeah. They, Four majors, baby. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they made me stop going. Yeah, they're like, they're like what? They're like, pick a major. I'm like, eh. yeah, don't keep coming back and. I want more electives. <laughs> I took every elective. Day. <laughs> so uh, thank you for calling in, and if you guys are more interested in any of those things, just give us a heads up, and we'll. Pass messages over to those guys. And shout out to uh, my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who's down at the Grandma's for Easter. So, Got an egg hunt going on? Oh, we're, we're going to go on Sunday and pick him up. I can't believe I kind of yeah. forgot about this. What's that? We have an OPC now oh. running oh, in yeah. Denver oh, yeah. called yeah. Clone with a K. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just exclusively genetics in an R&D facility. And uh, we'll be online here. Like, we're already online, but, like, our actual clones will be available uh, to other OPCs in quantities in seed and clone form in, like, two weeks. Two weeks. Nice. Awesome. Perfect. Email me at uh, colin at ethosgenetics.com. Uh, there's a bit of a waiting list, but uh, we do have already over 50 uh, proven genetics of ours. And uh, we have some massive phenohunt rooms uh, going right now. We're flipping. So we'll have uh, upwards of 200 genetics, and we'll be making seeds and constantly. And, oh, you can get genetics and tissue culture as well, so you know they're pathogen-free. So. Pathogen-free. Um, who else? Big shout-out to my mom, Ace, down at the farm. Jagging, Spring Hill. Yeah. Okay. MH. <laughs> yeah. Rod. For sure, for sure. Zen Man. MTI for fucking making it happen. I don't know who any... Oh, that right one there. I know. You know him. The guy who's not coming to the party. Yeah. you got to stand outside and watch, though, right? Uh, cool. Just I'll throw just rocks at the building. Resin- resin- yeah. Yeah. Just, is it great? Yeah. Is it great, guys? <laughs> don't tell him. Don't even tell him. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, we got any, we got anybody lined up? Or? Uh, it's a surprise guest. Oh no! Oh, and also, yeah, you don't know it is. Oh, yet. also, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have yeah, a second yeah, chapter. That, you know, it's like a surprise drop. You know, <laughs> second chapter to the uh, Skittle story. Uh, gonna have Fields on the show soon with his crew, so it's gonna be a little bit of a. Now let's hear the real 
real story. So the real story. The real story. Exciting. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know how the real stories come down. Disease, especially with disease involved. So see you guys uh, next week, and yeah, see you then. Keep it real. Peace. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sense media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja.